an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Living the dream on a spectacular Sunday, week 13 of the NFL, and we got some games this morning. Coming to you live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, Rich, we were sitting here all week long talking about how it is that we have the 49ers-Ravens game, arguably right now in this time and space, the two best teams in the NFL, a possible Super Bowl matchup, and it didn't get flexed out to Sunday night. They're going to stay with the Patriots and Texans. So it's like one game out of eight, but we'll be honest with you. We're going to be watching like that game (laughs) this morning. It's crazy. And how could we not? I mean, this is uh, the Super Bowl 47 matchup. 
Uh, and it could be the Super Bowl 54 matchup this season. I, I, I really, I think highly of the defense that the 49ers present. I think extremely highly of the offense that the Baltimore Ravens present. Uh, so I'm predicting a blowout. I think the 49ers are going to lose like the Rams did and the Patriots did and so many other great defenses who have faced, I mean, even the Houston defense, well, better offensive team than defensive team, but nobody's been able to solve the puzzle against Lamar Jackson. And you figure Houston, who practices against Deshaun Watson on a weekly basis, may have a better clue, could not do it. This is an enigma and has been all season long. What do you do with Jackson when you're preparing for him? Will the 49ers have the answers? All hands on deck. Yeah, and I am looking at sheets of rain right now. It is pouring rain in Baltimore. It is raining. It is cold. So we're going to see how the weather will play a factor in today's game. I think uh, to a certain extent, this could benefit. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> this, As they kick off the game. This could benefit the 49, the, excuse me, the Baltimore Ravens even further because, you know, when you think about the Ravens, yeah, you talk about Lamar Jackson as a quarterback, but he is their team's leading rusher as well. And you also have Mark Ingram, who's been healthy and a juggernaut himself against rush defenses. So, uh, look, I, we'll, we'll see if Jimmy Garoppolo can pull it off 18 and three as a starter they got the winning or the graphic up there as the 49ers take the field first in this game but it's going to be cold and raw and raucous in Baltimore right it will be indeed now other games that are kicking off right now I mean again everything is just second fiddle to this but Titans Colts two six and five teams the winner stays alive as far as a playoff chase is concerned the loser is probably out we got the winless Bengals can they win a game can the Jets Win four in a row? I mean, is that really going to happen? So we got the Jets on the road against the Bengals. The Eagles have a chance to tie the Cowboys. They would lose the tie break. They're on the road against the Dolphins. Uh, by the way, Gavin is all over the Dolphins. No, he loves the Eagles no. today. Yeah. All over the I Eagles today. I also love today. the Titans and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry just fumbled the ball. Colts had the ball. Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, fumble early there in that game. And then, I mean, to be honest, we got a lot of games. I guess the Browns-Steelers game is interesting because it's the rematch. But, again, Mason Rudolph will not be starting this game. Duck Hodges will. Yeah, Devlin Hodges is going to yeah. be in there. Devlin Duck Hodges. We haven't seen him start a game <laughs> since uh, Sunday Night Football against the Chargers in L.A. where he did enough to win. He wasn't the star of the game by any stretch of the imagination, but the Chargers really struggled. The Steelers didn't commit the big mistake, and they ended up getting the victory on the road uh good start there for miami first play of the game intercepted by the eagles boom just right how out the they bat. drew it up yeah, right Steve? just the first nothing, no better way to start a game your first play throw it over the middle intercepted yeah. so the eagles have the ball early in that game so the 49ers do have the ball first and they got a first down against this ravens you know all the attention has been on lamar jackson but their defense uh, they completely throttled the Rams a week ago, and uh, they are creating turnovers. They're just doing so many things right right now. And, you know, Rich, you, you obviously started your career with the New England Patriots. You also had seasons with not-so-good teams with Arizona and the Chargers. So you, 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 you talk about a, an infectious locker room. And what's going on with this Ravens team, and not just winning games, but just dismantling teams week after week, how, how does that just sort of envelop the entire team? Well, it, it becomes inert 
And what I mean by that is when when you feel like a force that nobody can really handle, and I had a season like that in New England where you, you just felt the inertia of, of that winning affect how teams prepared for you. It affect how the sideline across the field from you reacted to things. Like when you scored early in a game, you almost saw the eye rolling from across the field like, okay, here we go again. The Patriots are about to beat us. And, and you just felt felt like the bullies on the schoolyard, like nobody could touch you. And, and look, it, it comes to an end somewhere. Every team loses, even the good ones. There's only been one undefeated football team in the history of the NFL, and they've already popped their champagne celebrating the fact that their streak continues, and that's the 72 Dolphins. But outside of them, everybody fails eventually. Will it be today for this Baltimore Ravens team? I don't know, but again, I think the weather is going to have a a better effect for them than it will for the 49ers. And saying that, Jimmy Garoppolo's got the 49ers in Ravens territory. They're right about the fringe range, 35-yard line. Well, uh, drop pass, and again, the uh, conditions are not ideal for receivers in this game. This is a pass that uh, should have been caught. No doubt and went right through the receiver's hands. So, you know, this is, you know, and those are the kind of plays that end up in, you know, unexpected turnovers. That one felt incomplete. But at least early on, the 49ers do seem to have an effective running game, which is something they're going to have to have right now. Uh, So, again, the 49ers on the move early on in their game against the Ravens. It is not just the game of the day. It is so far this year the game of the year. Um, There are a number of stories that are circulating around the league right now. Uh, One report is that Phillip Rivers, not only is it already a foregone conclusion that Rivers will not be a Charger next season when they come into their new stadium, but he may not even survive this season. Uh, They are on the road against Denver today. Uh, Broncos will start Locke uh, making his debut as a starting quarterback. The Broncos are not a good team. They're coming off an ugly loss against the Bills. But uh, Phillip Rivers, seven interceptions in his last two games. They're coming off the bye week. And there is, uh, if he has anything resembling the last two games when he threw seven interceptions, uh, word is he's going to hit the bench. And they're going to go with Tyrod Taylor, who is someone that Charger coach Anthony Lynn knows well from his Buffalo days. And we got a touchdown right now. Is there? Yeah, there is. There is no flag. No flag. Debo Samuel for the 49ers caught a streak down the far sideline. And he was in double coverage and and sort of banged off of one of the secondary members. I guess the deal on offense, if you extend your arms and push off, it would have been called. But this was more of a, no, That's that, there's no pass in no, offense. No, he was going for the ball. Yeah. He was going for the ball. I think that was a clean yeah. Uh, yeah, I would throw the flag there. No, Marcus the Peters uh, got toasted on that. He never pushed off. No, He hit him right in the chin. But you no, know, he was going whatever. for the ball. It was a great play. Yeah, I think he was extending his arms to make the catch. I mean, you, that's the only way you could yeah. ever get away with that. Yeah. Offensive pass interference is when you literally push <laughs> off. So the 49ers have scored first on their opening drive. The extra point is good. So 7 nothing 49ers. So all those people that were predicting a uh, another Baltimore wipeout, at least early on, uh, may be wrong. And now what's going to be most interesting about this game is that defensive front of the 49ers and how they're going to handle the Lamar Jackson dilemma. During a week down at our station in San Diego, uh, Willie McGinnis came on our morning show 
talking about how to defend Lamar Jackson. Willie McGinnis, of course, the former Patriot great. And he said, it's all about discipline, discipline, discipline. And then I'm thinking to myself, yeah, well, who's more disciplined than the Patriots? They were disciplined, and Lamar Jackson still was able to move the ball effectively against that Patriot defense that looked so great against all the other teams. So if you're the 49ers right now with the strength of their defensive front that has been really programmed to go after the quarterback, that's not the ticket against Lamar Jackson. Can the Boses, can these guys be disciplined enough, you know, contain, don't let them get to the outside, uh, and how they, you know, operate against the option offense that they run very uniquely because of Lamar Jackson's skill set. I, I can't wait to see how this matchup's going to work out. Yeah, me neither. Armstead leads that team with 10 sacks. Uh, Nick Bosa has eight sacks. And when you have bookend pass rushers, we know how that often looks. You know, they help each other out because the quarterback has nowhere to go. D Ford up the middle with six and a half, came over from the Chiefs. And Buckner with five as well, uh, a first-round draft pick for the 49ers. This this defense, this defensive line has been fortified in the draft and free agency and their fierce group. But what what you're talking about when you when you hear the word discipline from a pass rush standpoint is making sure that you don't overcommit to the rush. You have to contain him. You have to corral him. You can't leave your pass rush lanes because as soon as you do, he'll exploit that as a weakness. If you over-pursue Lamar Jackson, he'll make you pay. So you almost have to rush him, but you can't get too close to him. You have to keep him in the pocket, force him to throw the football, and force him to make mistakes, and have the pressure get to him and hurry poor decisions throwing the ball as opposed to letting him escape and run all right so we mentioned that the very first play of the game eagles against miami ryan fitzpatrick threw an interception didn't take long for the eagles to capitalize 15-yard touchdown pass carson went to miles sanders uh, and uh, also the panthers have scored first leading seven nothing against the redskins uh, as uh, Kyle Allen has thrown a touchdown pass to Curtis Samuel. Meanwhile, here's how it sounded as the 49ers took an early lead. Garoppolo back, Mostert stays in, and Wilson does a deep shot into coverage. Bump. It is caught there by Debo Samuel. Touchdown! San Francisco! He just took it away in the air! KMBR, 49ers Radio Network, Greg Papa there, with the uh, recognizable voice. So the uh, 49ers uh, draw first blood right there, Rich. Yeah, look, I, I still predict that this could be a blowout, and for two reasons. One, uh, the 49ers are relying on the pass. I think that that's going to be a mistake at some point. Uh, you know, first of all, ball handling in the pocket for Jimmy Garoppolo. If you get the pressure to him, you can knock the ball away a lot easier in wet conditions. And also throwing the football, we saw a draw drop over the middle that had an opportunity to be intercepted. So a reliance on the ground game, especially in wet weather, is a smart choice, even if you're having success with the passing game, because the reliance on the ball handling can be a big issue for you as far as turnovers are concerned. By the way, Aaron Rodgers already got in the end zone through to Devontae Adams. 7 nothing lead for the Packers over the Giants in New York. All right, so we got some early scoring. We're also monitoring who's going to miss the first extra point. So far, extra points are perfect. Uh, in these morning games, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Folks, we're just getting started today. We also are well aware 
that it's also week 13 for your fantasy football leagues. You're probably a week away from deciding which teams are making it onto the playoffs. We'll keep you updated and all the stats as they fly in as well. Keep it right here. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio continues coming up next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey guys, it's Steve Covino from Covino and Rich. Here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Quick snap. Here's Rodgers looking to deal. Fires it over the middle. He's got Devontae reaching goal line. Touchdown! And the Packers strike first. Packers Radio Network. So Green Bay... They need wins, uh, and they're against a team that's very beatable. That would be the New York Giants, who've dropped seven straight games, seven nothing in Green Bay early on. we got great news, quick and easy way for you to save money. Switch to Geico. Only takes 15 minutes to see if you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com, see how much you could save. All right, Cleveland with an early 3 nothing lead on the road against Pittsburgh. I mentioned Philadelphia up 7 nothing early on Miami. Indianapolis. Uh, has scored first against Tennessee. They have a 7-0 lead. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, a touchdown pass 
two. Jack Doyle start that game. And again, those are two six and five teams trying to stay alive uh, in the playoff chase. And the 49ers and the Ravens, 7 nothing 49ers. It is pouring rain in Baltimore right now. And uh, the Ravens did not score. So the 49ers uh, so far looking pretty good. And Jimmy Garoppolo just trying to get things going. And they are passing the ball. It's a pass fest. And they have got a first down going right now. So, so far... It's looking very good for the 49ers. And it's shocking me that this was their game plan. This is what they practice. They're still on their 10-play script. And what I mean by that is when you're in first and second down and reasonable down and distances, you usually have about 10 plays that you're going to run to start a game. And so the passing game was incorporated knowing what the weather was going to be. This was a forecast we knew at least midweek and they've stuck with the script. They are throwing the ball around the yard in Baltimore. All right, so the Ravens got a first down on their opening drive, but then they had a punt just 22 yards on the drive. Lamar Jackson, one of four passing, one yard. So at least early on, it seems like the weather is affecting him. He did have a nice 11-yard run for a first down, but otherwise uh, they didn't do much. But this, uh, if it continues to pour like it is right now, uh, we'll see what kind of factor that's going to be early on uh, there. All right, we, there's so many things going on around the league. One of the stories I wanted to get to here because it's out there about the Phillip Rivers situation, whether or not uh, they, uh, if he has a repeat uh, of what he had in his last two games, seven interceptions, whether Anthony Lynn will turn to Tyrod Taylor, who obviously Anthony Lynn very familiar with, uh, their time together in Buffalo and the the telling stat about Tyrod Taylor's career. Uh, you need 1,500 pass attempts in your career to qualify on the all-time list of passing percentage. Do we have a touchdown? touchdown we do. Tennessee Titans. You got yourself a Ryan Tannehill 13-yard reception. How about Ryan Tannehill? Passing touchdown to Humphrey. He is unbelievable Do you realize right he has the highest passer rating of any quarterback in the league since he took over the starting job? With the Tennessee Titans. And speaking of Phillip Rivers, there was talk of him maybe playing for the Titans next season. I don't think they want that. Well, do you? what do you do with Tannehill? Are you going to give him a deal? Well, look, if you're the Titans, I mean, right now he let's is make playing a deal. lights out. But is it for real? Okay. The Titans so. have produced 842 total yards over the past two games. They're averaging 29.4 points over the last five. That's third in the NFL during that span. Only behind Baltimore and San Francisco, Ryan Tannehill has stepped in over those last five games, and he's won four of them. I, Ryan Tannehill is the reason why the Titans have turned around their season. There's no questioning that. Mariota, for whatever reason, love him or hate him, he, he got in the way of winning, it seemed. All right. We have a Jimmy Garoppolo fumble. He got stripped. Boy, it is a, it is a wet ball right now. So the Ravens Look, have recovered. Which is why I bet the under of 45. Of course oh, you yeah. should. Look, the prophecy comes true. If your passing game is going to be your mode during a sloppy game like this, you're doing the wrong thing from an offensive game planning standpoint. I think that's going to uh, unfortunately benefit the Baltimore Ravens. If you're a 49er fan, you're watching this game, just start begging the television that Shanahan starts calling more runs because you are not going to survive the evening or the afternoon, rather, if you are going to be throwing the ball in this sort of weather. Well, running backs are going to have to hold on the ball. It is a downpour. So this is going to be a tough sledding. Protecting the football is absolutely at a premium in this game. 
Meanwhile, we watch. It's interesting the contrast when you have snow, and I mean, it is really snowing at that Giants Packers game right now. But you've always said, I'll take snow over rain any day of the week. No doubt about it. As an offensive lineman, here's a touchdown pass. Touchdown, Lamar Jackson. Touchdown pass. See, I call that. Mark Andrews on the receiving end right there. So just like that, the Ravens are in the end zone. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe how much both of these teams are throwing it. But, yeah, a wide open Mark Andrews. And now you nice have Lamar Jackson and the Ravens <laughs> offense celebrating the same way. By the way, the this 49ers. is very similar to what the Rams. Oh, is that what that was? How are the uh, Ravens finding so many open passes in the middle of the field? When you look back to the Rams game, almost every one of their scoring passes were right over the middle of the field. Well, this is obviously obviously game planning what you see when you turn on film is you get an understanding of what defensive coordinators like to call in certain areas of the field so you're getting near the fringe area the 30 yard line they ran some form of cover two and you had a split safety coverage where Mark Andrews found a way to wiggle his way between the two deep safeties and elevate and catch a football and fall backwards into the end zone all right, the extra point is good. So 7-all, 49ers and Ravens, obviously the game of the morning, really the game of the week. Uh, meanwhile, the Giants trailing 7 at the end of the Packers right now, and there's a lot of snow coming down right now. And again, yeah, we, we didn't get to talk about it because of the Andrews touchdown. Snow is much easier. When you're an offensive lineman, you'd rather play in the snow. It's easier to snap the ball. The ball doesn't get as wet usually, even though it's really cold and slick. And we have a touchdown in the New York Giants game hosting the Packers, and it was a throw from Daniel Jones. And did he find Shepard on that one? I believe he did in the front corner of the end zone. It's almost difficult through the television broadcast to see jersey numbers and names. That's how thick the flurries are coming down. Uh, what a catch, though, in the end zone for the Giants. By the way, did you say Shepard? I believe I did. I think it, yeah, it is Shepard. Yep. Let me make sure I played him this week in my fantasy team here. This is what I'm doing like everyone else. I am in an absolute <laughs> must-win situation this week. And let's see here. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. You you you, yeah! left, you left him on the bench again, yeah! didn't you? You are the worst fantasy football owner I've ever well, seen. What do you mean? I'm in fourth place in a 12 team lead. I'm trying to hang on to a playoff spot right now. Well, okay. You're the well, worst. Well, no. Look at I played Allen Robinson in a big game for me for the you're Bears. You're the worst owner. You're the you're the luckiest fantasy. I, football I have been player. very lucky right now. I need Joe Mixon to do something for me today. All right. Uh, just to finish my thought on the Charger quarterback situation, I mentioned about Tyrod Taylor. If he had enough attempts to qualify, he's about 100 short, he would have the second lowest interception rate in the history of the NFL, only behind Aaron Rodgers. So, in other words, Tyrod Taylor's game is don't make mistakes, which is a, a, a sharp contrast to what we're seeing with Phillip Rivers. And I, I'm trying to figure out who I'll actually think has that call. I'll, I'll jump in there, and I'll say this about the Chargers right now. When you have a defense who's pretty good, I mean, they shut down Aaron Rodgers. Well, they recently, have Derwin James back this and week. And Derwin James coming back. When you have a pretty good defense and you have a quarterback who doesn't make the costly mistake, you have a pretty good success, or I should say uh, a formula for success, if everybody 
plays within their character. Unfortunately for the Chargers, they've been behind in the fourth quarter, and when you get into those situations, for whatever reason, call it a personality flaw, there are times where Phillip Rivers will take the games in his own hands, and he'll try to make the big play, and a lot of times it results in turnovers, and it's been an issue his entire career, and this season it's hurt them, especially in the red zone at times. Uh, they've also had some fumbling habits in the red zones. This Chargers team probably should have a better record than they do if it weren't for so many offensive errors throughout the season. All right, uh, so far, I haven't seen a miss extra point. Am I right about that? I agree with you, yeah. Have so we missed far, any good. extra points right now? I mean, there's oh, – no, no missed extra points. We do uh, have a touchdown in Jacksonville, though. That looks like – uh, Barber, the running back. All right. For, well, they, 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 look, you, the you're Buccaneers. stepping all over the man that should be updating oh, us. All right. Uh, we're in the Geico <laughs> Fox Sports that. Radio studios. <laughs> uh, let's find out what's trending right now. It's always a battle with you and you know who, Mr. David Gascon. <laughs> that does not surprise. It's a three man booth. Yeah, every it's Sunday. amazing. Yeah, he just Kimsel. jumped all over you Call right me there. Third Producer. Extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away. How are you guys doing, guys? What? We're great. Oh, hey, Gab, do you want to like, hop in here too? That's that. Bring in Gavin. What? The clock oh, is ticking, man. Bring man. Gavin into the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin's feeling really, really caught. I gave him a winner yesterday. I Clemson minus 27 to get my winning streak rolling again. Yeah, oh, yeah. So so now 12 and 1. 12 out of what? 12 out of 13 this year. And he parlayed that into a big payday. So he's Followed it up did, with a nice did, bet on BYU. Didn't go so well. Anything Ow. else, Gav? Anything yeah. else, dude? I could have told Anything you that. Anything else, Gavin? Hey, did, Steve, who did you have yesterday? Alabama or Auburn? I would have taken Auburn in that game. I, I just I felt like I mean, here was the thing: Auburn's defense had not given up more than twenty-four points in any game yeah. this year. They gave up forty-five, <laughs> and they still won the game. So that that was a crazy game. There's yeah. no other way to just two pick sixes, the wild field goal at the end of the first half. But personally, I'm happy that Alabama is is done. Right. I didn't want that Alabama could be in the playoff or not. They are. Out. Yeah, it'll first be fun time. seeing who Ohio State plays in the first round of the playoffs. Sure. So, uh, guys, speaking of today, right now, going on Baltimore and San Francisco. Ball games on Fox. Garoppolo hit and sacked back at the 25-yard line. Ball comes loose, and the Ravens say they've recovered. The Ravens have recovered. It's Brandon P Williams at the bottom of the pile as they force the first turnover of the game. Yeah, it is a wet and soggy day in Baltimore right now as it stands. Mark Andrews with the touchdown reception. Baltimore, San Francisco tied at seven apiece. Jets 3-0 in Cincinnati over the Bengals. Eagles right now on Fox leading the Dolphins. That goes Wentz. He pumps. He looks. He fires. Complete. And running in for a touchdown with ease is Miles Sanders. He was alone on the left side of the field. And Wentz spotted him and fed him the football, and he dashed in for the touchdown. Sounds like a pretty good road attendance today by Eagles fans down south in Miami. 10 nothing is a score. Eagles with the advantage. Titans and Colts locked up at 7 apiece. Derrick Henry fumbled early on in the ball game, but ran, ran down and he'll march them down the field. 6 of 7, 61 yards, and also a score. Devontae Adams got into the end zone right now at 7-7. Packers and Giants ball games on Fox. Tampa leading at Jacksonville, 7 to nothing. Browns trying to continue to win. They lead at Pittsburgh right now by a score of 3 nothing. Steve, Rich, Gavin, back to all you guys. <laughs> all right, very, very good. Thank you very much, David. Once again, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So after the Ravens uh, scored, and by the way, uh, significance to their touchdown today. Yeah, it's their 48th touchdown of the season, which 
is a franchise record. And this season ain't over. <laughs> you know, they have four more games <laughs> after today, including almost a full game today. By the way, the um, the 49ers, and you, you talked about this early, you would be surprised if either one of these teams really came out throwing the ball, but the 49ers, after giving up the uh, touchdown of the Ravens, are coming right back, and they're throwing the ball. So I guess this is their game plan right now. So far, so good. Jimmy Garoppolo, four, six, 75 yards on a touchdown, but he did fumble the ball, which led to the Ravens' score. He fumbled the ball on the last drive. The Ravens bring it down, and then they throw a passing touchdown to Mark Andrews, and then on this ensuing drive after the kickoff, the 49ers passed twice, rushed once, and one of the passes was was nearly picked off and the other one fell shy of the first down the yard of gain so 49ers punt Ravens ball again and in the meantime we have Aaron Rodgers crossing the 50 yard line with Aaron Jones taking it all the way near the 40 yard line and the Packers this is an interesting story between these two teams because Pat Shermer and Matt LaFleur have had two very different situations taking over for the former coaches they're replacing Ben McAdoo fired two years ago by New York and Pat Shermer taking over after bringing the Vikings deep into the playoffs. Matt LaFleur obviously taking over after uh, Mike McCarthy was fired in the middle of the season last year and LaFleur's had a lot of success with Aaron Rodgers and Shermer has had close to no success with Eli Manning and Daniel Jones both. All right so uh, Philadelphia with that 10-0 lead over Miami. Uh, It's interesting as we Touchdown Packers, touchdown Packers, Lazard right there uh, on the receiving end, wide open. Where was the uh, Giants defense on that one? Uh, Aaron Rodgers will make that throw 100 out of 100 times. Bethea and Jenkins are the only two veterans in this secondary. They've had some injuries, and they are just getting exploited right now. Aaron Rodgers (laughs) throwing for his second touchdown, and they're showing the replay here. This is just way too easy. It was a post route. And Bethea got but all he, did sorts he think of he had turned safety around. Safety help. I mean, what was what was going on there? You know what's amazing about those post routes? When you're the only route there, you can basically run it as uh, like like almost like a flag route or all the way to the back corner of the end zone. Because when touchdown Bengals, <laughs> look at this. Andy Dalton <laughs> finds Tate. Wow. All right. Wow. So they bench Andy Dalton. Uh, this team is sitting at 0 and 11. You know, uh, yesterday doing the show with a former Bengal, TJ Hushmanzad, I said, Do you think this team would be 0 and 11 if they had Marvin Lewis as their coach? He goes, <laughs> Hell no. No. I mean, the Zach Taylor hiring. And then think about this if you're the Bengals. If you're, and I was going over this with TJ because he follows a lot of LSU football because his daughters uh, play softball at LSU. And if you, if you were to take Joe Burrow number one, yeah, would, and you're the Bengals. Yeah, would you really trust Zach Taylor to be the guy to guide the career of Joe Burrow, or do you say, you know what, maybe this Brady guy, the 30 year old offense coordinator LSU, who was previously with the Saints, maybe we bring him on at a really high price tag to be the new offensive coordinator and guiding Burrow. Whatever he did with him this year, maybe we can continue that forward momentum it's not like Brady's not been in the NFL because he was with the Saints organization you know it's just amazing Zach Taylor you realize two years ago Zach Taylor was the assistant wide receivers coach of the Rams then they elevated him to quarterback coach for one year and he got the head coaching job but what would you do if you're the Bengals you have the number one pick maybe you take Burrow or Tungavai whoever you're taking as a quarterback 
Do you make a coaching change? Should Zach Taylor be a one and done? Well, w- wouldn't you hire Ed Orgeron? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, only if I could understand what he's saying. By the no, way, no, no, guys, no, 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 Nick Foles. Nick Foles just got sacked. He fumbled the ball. Devin White took it to the house. Devin White out of LSU. Uh, it's fourteen to nothing. Oh, I'm sorry, thirteen to nothing over the Jaguars. Yeah, it looks like they're keeping. They're going James for a Winston two point event. What they going for two points here? Up thirteen nothing. Interesting call for Tampa. They run the ball up the middle and they get it. So there you go, fifteen nothing. Buccaneers jumping all over the Jags early uh, in this game. So what do you do if you're the Bengals? I mean, do you just say, look, we made a serious mistake with this guy? We, we based it on the fact that he had lunch one time with Sean McVay. I'm not in the building, coach. but this is what I will say about the Bengals situation overall. If you have belief that this, this coach, Zach Taylor, can build the culture necessary and requisite to bring in a young quarterback and have mm-hmm. success, then you keep him. If you don't, then this is a very easy decision, and he's given you – more than ample ammunition to make this decision without having the fan base question your decision-making as ownership. So you're really in the catbird seat if you're the Cincinnati Bengals ownership. You have privy to basically whatever you want in the NFL draft this upcoming draft, and you have the ability to find a new coach should you want to, and nobody is going to question any of that decision-making. People, I'm sure, would like to see in Cincinnati the team move on from Andy Dalton for better or for worse. I think he's a better quarterback than he's probably given credit for, but they haven't found their way out of the first playoff game in his entire career. Yeah, but those uh, seven losses in the playoffs look a hell of a lot better than 0-11. Oh, it certainly does. I mean, like I, I mean, said, you know, I mean, I think Andy Dalton's a much better quarterback than he gets credit for, but he is labeled as I almost an Alex Smith, right? He he just he will never elevate your team beyond the first round of the playoffs. So what do you do? I, the, it's the Cincinnati Bengals ownership uh, that have a lot of hard decisions to make, but they will have the support of the fan base should they make those decisions. Yeah, I, I'm watching here. You know, I just had a thought. Since 2006, only two non-quarterbacks have won the high trophy and those are the two Alabama running backs uh Mark Ingram and Derrick Henry and I wasn't sure how either one of those guys would play at the NFL level they're both great runners oh they are I mean Derrick Henry a lot of people thought is he too big and then a couple of years ago he was not nobody's draft list and they finally gave him a chance and I mean, he's had a Pro Bowl year, no question about that. Obviously, Mark Ingram had a lot of great years in New Orleans, and he's had a major impact in Baltimore. And speaking of that Tennessee Titans game, uh, we're talking about Derrick Henry there. The Colts have just knocked the ball away from Ryan Tannehill and recovered it in Titans territory. So a tie ball game there, 7-7. Colts ball uh, around the 40-yard line. We'll keep an eye on that. But you're absolutely right. I I don't think Derrick Henry was given his due because early in his career he underperformed but now I mean he's nine yards away from his second or I should say entering today nine yards away from his second straight thousand yard rushing season and he heads into this weekend number four in yards and rushing but you know why he was underachieving because they were just sort of mixing him in 
In other words, they were, you know, he was like running back by committee. Some running backs are better when you just give them the ball. And once Derrick Henry started getting 20, 25 carries a game, then you could see the who force was in that front he was. Of him, went to the Cowboys. I, I, I remember. Murray? Not Murray. Uh, who was that over there? I, I remember you talked. You there Murray for a while? Yeah, I think it was. I yeah. think it was Murray. And, and he was splitting time. You're right. Look, I, I, this Some is guys true. are okay with that. They can, you know, like when, you know, when New Orleans had. Camara, uh, then they had Ingram. They, they could work together, but Henry's one of those guys, man. You just got to give him the ball. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you need to be a feature back. I mean, this is this is true with potentially Todd Gurley, who's been mm-hmm. sort of used as almost a number two back now with Brown in this Rams offense. And uh, look, there's speculation that he's still hurting uh, whatever whatever offseason issues he had with that knee. Um, but but yeah, I mean, Melvin Gordon with the Los Angeles Chargers, similar story. I think when he's the feature back, he's certainly more comfortable. But he held out this season, so he's sharing time with Austin Eckler. And I don't think that's as comfortable a position for him to be with. Derek Derek Henry may be a very similar story. All right, we've uh, reached the end of the first quarter in the Ravens 49ers game. Again, the game where you are highlighting today, no question about that. 7 7. Uh, Ravens with the football right now. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. The Fox Sports Red Zone Radio continues with all the information you need coming up next. Here's the snap and Foles dropping the throw. Under some pressure. He fumbled the football. Pump picked up at the 10. 5, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. It's Devin White with his second big play. White with a pick. Now a scoop and score. And the Bucs lead 13 to nothing. 98 Rock and the Buccaneers Radio Network. That was a score that led to a touchdown there. And, of course, Tampa Bay with an early 15-0 lead on the road against Jacksonville. Meanwhile, we're watching this Ravens 49ers game. Uh, Here's what we're observing right now. Lamar Jackson's having a hard time throwing the very wet football right now. He is not having a hard time running the ball. He has 52 yards rushing, only 37 yards passing right now uh and they are facing a third and goal right now against the 49ers who by the way got called for a roughing the quarterback that i don't understand what that was about it wasn't a helmet to helmet shot it was a helmet to chest shot it's it's about the fact that lamar jackson is a leading candidate for nfl mvp and this league wants him healthy and they do this with aaron Rodgers and tom brady as well all right lamar jackson keeps it and walks into the end zone touchdown Ravens. He he may, I mean, honestly, he may carry the ball 25 times today. Again, if I'm the Ravens or the 49ers for that matter, I am wearing out Mark Breida, or excuse me, Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson. Their numbers are getting called up in the run game all day long today. And if I'm the 49ers, it's going to be Matt Breda who's going to be carrying, and Mostert, who's going to be carrying the football a ton. Yeah. How but- are the 49ers? I mean, if I'm the defensive coordinator right now, yeah. I am like screaming at him. Stay in your lanes. They are overcommitting. The one thing you know going in against a guy like Lamar Jackson is that you, you've got to stay in your lanes. You can't give him the edge. You've got to be disciplined. So far, with all the hype of this 49er defensive line, they show no discipline, making it much easier for Lamar Jackson to do what he does. I know what you're saying, but it is so difficult. You're speaking out of both sides of your mouth if you're a defensive coordinator, uh, teaching the proper technique to play defense and then getting mad at them when certain things 
occur like they just did. Look, that was a, a an option. It's a double option. He could either hand the ball up the middle to Ingram or he could take it himself. But how do you have not one person assigned to Lamar Jackson? They had a safety who was supposed to scrape over the top and 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 make a solo tackle, and he didn't get there in time. Look, defensively, the scheme was flawed. It wasn't really the fact that they were playing it poorly. The scheme was bad at the goal line. This is going to happen all day long. The 49ers are in the same position that many teams that the Baltimore Ravens have humiliated offensively because they have the most special player being used in the most creative ways that we've seen in a very long time. I I said it on our show on Extra 1360 in San Diego this week, Steve. I'll repeat it for our national audience today. He is indefensible. The only thing you could do to Lamar Jackson to affect his game and make him less effective, I should say, is injure him. I, I mean, and I'm not. I'm not saying that any defensive coordinator would would launch a bounty like uh, like we've seen in the past. But unless he turns an ankle or twists up a knee or something, he isn't going to be able. You're not going to be able to defend against him. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, interesting development in this Brown Steelers game. So it's early on, three nothing Browns. You're like, so what? How about these stats? First downs, Browns 9, Steelers 1. Total yards, Browns 132, Steelers 9. Now, it's only 3 to nothing right now, but Duck Hodges is not moving the ball at all right now. And if they do decide, I mean, this is still on. I mean, the Steelers are sitting at 6-5. and five. It's a home game. It's a must-win game for the Steelers. They said they started Duck Hodges because they felt like he gave him a better chance than Mason Rudolph, who's really struggled. But we always have this side now. I don't know. How long do you stay with Duck Hodges if he can't move the ball? And if you do put Mason Rudolph back in the game, what kind of uh, fireworks may we see with him back on the field against the Browns? No, you, you don't want to do that. Not in a three-point game. I understand as ineffective as the offense looks, at least he's not giving the ball to the to the other team. That's the reason why Mason Rudolph is on the bench instead of on the field. That's the reason why after Ben goes down with a injury and Mason Rudolph is your, your second uh, uh, quarterback in, you have your third stringer in. All right, Baker Mayfield trying to and gets a first down and more touchdown Browns. So it's not a 3 nothing game anymore. Pending the extra point, uh, they are extending it. Kareem Hunt, by the way, on the receiving end of that pass. So, again, this game in Pittsburgh must game for the Steelers. And, by the way, if Cleveland wins this game and gets back to 6-6, six and six, suddenly, you know, Kitchens and Baker Mayfield and the Browns, who, you know, well, they rightfully the, so they were being – They wild card spot. I mean, they're, they're, they've they've won three games in the row. And look at the Browns' remaining four. schedule. They got two games with the Bengals. I mean, they have. If the Browns win today, they got a shot. Yeah. of making the playoffs. This is this is a game to take over playoff polling position. This is this is a huge game. It can't be understated. But again, Mason Rudolph won't get entrance into this game unless. Uh, Devlin Hodges makes a huge mistake because that's the reason why Rudolph hit the bench. He had been throwing way too many interceptions, way too careless with the football. All right, so Browns, uh, if they can win today, we get to 6-6. Six and six, And then their last four games, they host the Bengals at the Cardinals. They have the Ravens at home and at the Bengals. 
I mean, you know, you know, it always comes I'll down go to one last further. weekend. Yeah. Not only do you have your third string quarterback in, you also have your second string center because Marquise Pouncey is suspended. Uh, the Browns though, are without Miles Garrett, their leading pass rusher. So this is a team that's that's you know had some losses as well after the helmet swinging incident that sort of cleared the room last time these two teams faced each other. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, just getting started. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio continues coming up next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino & Rich, here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Mostert coming wide right, breaks a tackle, breaks another secondary, 20, 10, cuts inside, touchdown, San Francisco. Feels great, baby. KMBR, 49ers Radio Network. So after Lamar Jackson scored to give the Ravens a 14-7 lead, the 49ers answer back. So 
What was the game of the day? What is the game of the day is living up to the hype. Despite the pouring rain in Baltimore, we got a shootout right now. 14-all, 49ers and Ravens. Now, guys, we have a possible breaking story going on in college football. What's going on, Rich? Well, so I'm I'm looking at it, but Sports Illustrated, per sources, is breaking the story that Clay Helton is to be dismissed uh, as the Trojans head coach, USC is firing Clay Helton. Wow. All right. So now this is unbelievable to me. Now, we, again, we're, we're trying to get, we're only going with one source right now. Yes. So we can't verify it at this point. So this is what's interesting about this is, is that just yesterday, in talking to several people about the situation at USC, that it appeared Helton was safe that the new president was in his corner. Mike Bone, the new athletic director, when his, was in his corner. There was also word that maybe Urban Meyer was backing off on the idea okay, of coming to USC. You. Because, again, you would have to eat between Clay Helton and his assistants – Fifteen to twenty million dollars in oh, salary, they, the university they, would have to eat, and they have they have all that money. But you're more. not going to do that unless you got Urban Meyer on the so, way. So Clay Helton has coached his last game for the Trojans. USC is dismissing the embattled fourth-year head coach and is expected to officially announce the move by Monday. Multiple sources told Sports Illustrated the new athletic director Mike Bone held on to Helton during the team's bye week in the event that the Trojans reached the Pac-12 title game, while Utah win over Colorado. Colorado on Saturday spoiled that bid and ended USC's regular season. The university had already decided to make a coaching change per sources. A school spokesman declined to comment Sunday morning this morning. Helton could not be reached. With the early sign period nearing, USC is hoping to have a new hire lined up by the end of this week. Its top target? Urban Meyer. Now, I will say USC Assistant Athletic Director Gavin Morris has just tweeted, now we got reporters just making stuff up. It's that season of let's just make stuff up. Well, I, and again, I say this because just yesterday it was all sources were that Helton was staying, that they weren't going to pay the price to get Urban Meyer. And it just it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't mind if you're USC, they got buckets of money to eat 15 to $20 million in contracts between Helton and his assistants. If you're getting Urban Meyer, you're not going to do that, what, for James Franklin, a guy that, you know, Helton beat? Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense unless, unless you got Urban Meyer. Now, if you got Urban Meyer, yeah, all bets are off. You'll pay them off. You give Urban Meyer the contract that he wants. And remember this, Dabo Sweeney signed a 10-year, $93 million deal. You know that Urban Meyer wants a whole lot more than that if he's going to take the USC job. So um, we'll just hold off a little bit on this. Okay? Yeah, yeah. We'll look, just pun- hold off a little. But it, it is a, it's a huge story yeah. that we're going to find out about over the next couple of days. No question. One way or the other. Yeah, this is fascinating. I, I mean, really, it, it's college coaching in a nutshell. If there is a better option, especially if that better option is living in your backyard and you have had – what many consider an underwhelming career during your short time with the university, they're going to make a move. This is just like the NFL now. Uh, College football, I mean, even with the transfer portal, uh, mimicking free agency at the professional level is looking more and more like pro football. All right, we are watching uh, Cleveland-Pittsburgh right now. Duck Hodges is not good. 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, but they, he, look, he looks like what he is, which have, is a scout quarterback. Yeah, they I mean, don't they, have a good option at quarterback right now. Mason Rudolph is a turnover machine, and Devlin Hodges, like you just said, has been warming up the Steelers' defense <laughs> I mean, all season I mean, long. It's, he can't throw the ball. Anyway, uh, all right, so we're keeping our eye. Obviously, six minutes to go in the first half right now. Ravens and 49ers, terrific game so far, 14-all. By the way, uh, one note on this game, uh, obviously all eyes are on Lamar. Mark Jackson so far 5 of 10, 55 yards. Uh, he's also run for 53 yards, one touchdown pass, one running touchdown. But Jimmy Garoppolo's look good. Uh, he's been under pressure. He's been sacked. He did fumble the ball once, but he's throwing the ball well. And if you look over the last five games for Jimmy Garoppolo, we've been, uh, you know, he's talking about being a game manager, but he is getting more and more comfortable. And this is, this is when you go back to the Tom Brady early in his career with New England, Russell Wilson early in his career in Seattle, where they had great defenses and they were more game managers. And then the question is, can you progress as a quarterback if we continue to put more on your plate? And the early returns on Garoppolo are positive. He seems to be showing more confidence that he can actually make plays instead of just avoiding bad plays. Well, you know, it's so funny. With Jimmy Garoppolo, I put him very much in the same conversation as I would a Dak Prescott. I find them to be both very competent, good decision makers, uh, a a great football acumen both, uh, and, and talented arms. But they're going to be much more effective when they're paired with a great defense, and that's exactly what the 49ers have. By the way, the Baltimore Ravens have converted more fourth downs than any other team in the league by far. In fact, I saw a stat where they had more fourth down conversions than like the Packers, 49ers, Patriots, everybody. There it is. 13 of 17 conversions on fourth down, by far the most. Uh, in the NFL, and they're going to go for it and right by now. By the way, what's more staggering about that statistic is 10 of those 13 drives where they were successful on fourth down led to touchdowns. Uh, so if they get this fourth and two at midfield against the 49ers, there's a great chance that they're going to finish this end zone, or I should say this drive in the end zone. Lamar Jackson aligned under center, or I should say in the shotgun, and the 49ers quickly called a timeout to set their defense. So he here we go. The offense is getting set on the field. Nick Bosa looking on. The rain, by the way, has never let up. Driving. It has been just a driving rain from the opening tip kickoff, and it is going right now. So uh, Ravens break the huddle. Fourth and two. We got five minutes to go in the first half. This game, terrific game so far, tied at 14. It is fourth and a full two, and it's going to be a pass play that is going to come up short. Wow! No, that's on the sticks. And Whoa! That's that. I it, don't think that's that short, was. Steve. Yeah, I think that's on the I sticks. Well, I think that might see, be a first I mean, down. based on where. Look! Look! Turns. Where he extended the football to. It's yeah. about where, where the is ball he going is. out. Yeah, it's where the ball is, Steve. Well, I understand look, that, but did he get it across is. the line before? Yeah. he stepped out. It's it, the question is when is his foot out? We can't tell from that angle. Anyway, we'll see where they mark the ball. It looks like it's going to be marked right on the stick. Yeah, the it looks, ball. It looks well, like gave a first it to down. Yeah, and so the 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 next play is a run play up the gut, and it's a three yard game for Baltimore. Who you know, look when they're on offense, it just looks like this team is playing downhill. And what I mean is, I I I just have never seen an offense that's 
they just look so proficient. Every By the way, they're replaying this positive. over and over again, even though it's it's a moot point at this point because they've already run another play. Yeah, I mean, I he think didn't he extend was... the ball. He was just trying to hang on to the no, ball. No, no, yeah, and I think that was smart. By the way, I I find it really troubling. You know, even in a fourth down situation. Uh, when players extend the football, it's a tie ball game. Live to see another down as opposed to making a critical error. A short pass gets the Ravens out only three yards shy of the first down, but there's a flag down on the play. I I I, I respect the the amount of passing we're seeing in this weather. I don't agree with it. I, I don't know why this Wow, is... they just called another roughing the quarterback on the 49ers. That's the second one they've called on the 49ers in this game. So I don't know if the 49ers are purposely trying to go after Lamar Jackson. The first one was a bogus call. It was a helmet to the chest. Let's review this play here. And they went for the knee. Yeah, he was hit low. Look, and this is the point I was trying to make earlier. The only way you can stop Lamar Jackson as an offensive threat is if you injure him. I mean, that is the reality. So, the, the, is that a? I mean, when you watch that, what happened there? Now he didn't slam into. In fact, he almost backed off a little bit, but he did go low on him. Is that instinctive or was that ordered? I look. I I don't think it was ordered. I think that, I think that they were told, and I think I would play defense the same way if I was playing against Lamar Jackson. They were told, when you get an opportunity to hit this guy, you need to hit him with all your might because that's the only way to slow him down is to make him hurt. Get him in the ribs, get him in the hip, get him in the legs. I, I mean, this is a violent physical game, and even though they're protecting quarterbacks better, if you get an opportunity to hit him, even if it's going to sacrifice 15 yards, if it slows him down for the game, you don't want to hurt him for the rest of his life or have him out for the season, but if you can slow him down for the game, that's the goal if you're a defender. The handoff to Ronald Jones. Up the gut goes Ronald Jones. Did he get it? He did. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Touchdown, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Behind the block of Vita Bay, it's Peyton Barber. That is a 98 rock in the Buccaneers radio network, and it's been all Bucks today on the road against the Jaguars, leading this game 22 to nothing. Three minutes to go in the first half there. Steve Hartman, Rich Ornberger with you here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Hey, coming in Hooters every Monday all season to play Monday Night Moneyball. You're just a few e- The handoff to Ronald Jones. Up the gut goes Ronald Jones. Did he get it? He did. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Touchdown, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Behind the block of Vita Bay, it's Peyton Barber. That is a 98 rock in the Buccaneers radio network, and it's been all Bucks today on the road against the Jaguars, leading this game 22 to nothing. Three minutes to go in the first half there. Steve Harbin, Rich Ornberger with you here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Hey, coming into Hooters every Monday all season to play Monday Night Moneyball. You're just a few easy questions away from a chance at cash prizes, freebies, and a trip to the season ender in Miami. Play Monday Night Moneyball at HootersMoneyball.com. So the Ravens got a field goal to take a 17-14 lead uh, against the 49ers in the game of the day. Now the 49ers are trying to get Robbie Gold uh, ready to go for a field goal attempt. They are now at the 37-yard line of the Ravens, and we've got 20 seconds to go in the half. Garoppolo is scrambling, and he got a couple of yards out of it. So 15 seconds, clock is stopped. So they'll, they'll have a shot at a field goal here. 
Yeah, they'll probably uh, they'll probably have a good look at one here. Robbie Gould off injury, so we'll see how he looks here on this attempt. Also, the Dolphins have scored in their game. Uh, it's 14-13 in Miami against the Philadelphia Eagles. And one of the most bizarre oh. special teams plays you'll see, the holder, or I should say the punter who acts Matt as a holder, Hack. Matt Hack, on field goal, Took a direct snap. Now you have while to the, the rest, alignment. Yeah, yeah. So while he, the rest uh, of the offensive formation is all the way out toward the sideline, it's he just had only him the, in the center, center in front of him. Okay. Now, but he stood far enough back. Right. It was a shotgun snap. So there were two guys, two defenders, line up on either side of the center. He snapped the ball. He rolled out to his left. Now they had what four guys to the right, left of him, and four guys to the right of him, way spread out. He started to roll to the left. Finally, someone came up onto him. And one of those players, who I guess was eligible, just sort of leaked out. He didn't throw the ball. He shoved, sort of pushed the ball toward him, and it was a touchdown. It pass. was like an option uh, pitch over the goal line to Jason Sanders, who's the Dolphins kicker. It was one of the most creative uh, uh, plays I, I've ever seen. I, I really, honestly, I mean, I, and for it to be that successful means that they practiced it an awful lot. Uh, so they pulled it out when they felt they needed it, and they uh, they lead Philadelphia by one. It's Eagles ball uh, on their side of the field right now. Not a Miami. good uh, score for Gavin right now. He's riding those Eagles. So uh, Dolphins, who've only won two games this year, leading this one 14-13. Are you nervous, Gavin? Not at all. Not I even tease the Eagles, so it's only minus four and a half. Mm -hmm. they, they, they should have a big second half. By the way, how about the Bengals leading the Jets 17-3? to So they bring back Andy Dalton, who's looked very good today. 14-20, 155 yards and a score. Meanwhile, Sam Darnold, he's efficient, but they haven't put any points up. We were talking about Le'Veon Bell and what a washout he's been with the Jets this year. He has 22 yards rushing. So 17-3 Bengals Ooh. are leading the Jets looking for their first win of the season. We had a muffed punt in the Browns game that was picked up, and then the returner was tackled down near the goal line, so the Browns are going to be fighting a very long field here. And in the Steelers just tied it up, so it's 10-10. Yeah. to 10. All right, well, with 55 seconds to go in the half, I don't think the Browns are going to take any risk right now. Yeah, so they, they officially down the ball. Baker's not feeling dangerous? <laughs> yeah, at yeah, the well, seven-yard line, yeah. You don't want to turn the ball over right here with 55 seconds to go in the half. 93 yards dangerous? We'll see. Yes, uh, flag thrown there. All right, so some of the other games, Packers, uh, Not it's not over yet. Packer, Giants are hanging in at 17-10 Packers as we approach the first half there. Panthers leading the Redskins 14-6, four and a half minutes to go on the half there. And, uh, you know, how about those Bengals, though, huh? I mean, it also brings back to mind, you know, what uh, what was accomplished by benching Andy Dalton? Well, I mean, I mean, with you thought Driscoll. I mean, you really thought these other guys were going to be the answer. And and by the way, if you've already put yourself in a position to get the number one pick in the draft, why would you risk it? My, my with five games to go and put Dalton back in there and maybe win two or three games that you could cost you the number one overall pick. Well, well, here's here's the thing about Andy Dalton. I mean, I I'd have to look up his contract situation because I haven't looked at it lately, but I'm fairly certain he still has some years left here. Let me 
double check that while I'm speaking. Yeah, he does. Okay, so he's still a Cincinnati Bengal until the end of next season. Right. So, I, I mean, it made sense to me at the time because you keep him healthy for a potential trade. Should you bring in another quarterback, uh, you can you trade You think there's Andy a market Dalton. for Andy Dalton? I've, I've said this. I said this today. He's a better quarterback than a lot of people give him credit for. Uh, this is a guy who's a winner. Regular season winner, but he's a winner. I mean, Alex Smith was a talented quarterback who Andy Reid utilized famously with the Kansas City Chiefs during their rebuild, and then eventually they drafted uh, Patrick Mahomes with the 10th pick. All right, well, speaking of the Bengals, here's a big touchdown for him. Second and goal from the five. Two receivers go out to the left. Dalton catches a shotgun snap. He hands it he off to Mixon, and Joe Mixon charges straight ahead and takes it into the end zone. Touchdown, Bengals. <laughs> they haven't had a whole lot of those over the years, that's for sure. So that was the uh, uh, Bengals touchdown right there. It's interesting. I'm looking at my call sheet. I don't have the Bengals game on here. It's amazing. Am I missing it here? I'm, it's uh, at the very top. Bengals Radio. Oh, there it is. I'm sorry. Bengals Radio Network right there. Joe Mixon, by the way, who's on my fantasy team. Not doing a whole lot. Seven carries, 18 yards. Well, I'll take that touchdown every single time. So we'll keep our eye on that. Uh, Also, as we mentioned, a story we are monitoring, and that is a report that USC will be firing Clay Helton. It has not come out on multiple sources. Sports Illustrated has that story right now. USC... Uh, is apparently, well, Bleacher Report is also they may reporting just be, it. They may just be uh, grabbing onto the SI report. We'll look into that in a second. Robbie okay. Gould lining up for the tying field goal, and, and he it is missed. wide right. He is now 0 for, 0 for 4 from outside 50 yards. Right, and that mm-hmm. is halftime. So the Ravens hang on to a 17-14 lead as we go into the half right there. Just to update you on some of the uh, stats as we look at uh, games going to halftime right now. So in this Ravens 49ers game, just to give you a few numbers out there. Where are my numbers? There we go. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 8 of 14, 62 yards and a score. They're not throwing the ball deep, obviously. He's also rushed for 57 yards on eight carries and a rushing touchdown. Jimmy Garoppolo's 8 of 11, 101 yards, a touchdown, and no interception. Mostert, had, of course, had the 40-yard touchdown run. He has 89 yards on the ground. Critical time for fantasy football teams. You have multiple teams, Rich. I have three. Three of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and how and are they doing? Two of the three are going um, poorly, and one is going absolutely abysmally. Uh, that's that's where I'm at as far as fantasy football goes. A little bit of a sore spot here. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it is an important – it's this separation time in the fantasy football world. I'm just not separating. In fact, I'm just being pushed further and further into the basement of my league. I'm trying to hang on uh, barely. But apparently one of the things that happening in this Browns-Steelers game, one is Duck Hodges suddenly heated up after doing nothing early. Now 7 108 yards. In fact, Hodges has more passing yards than Baker Mayfield in this game. The other is the emergence of Kareem Hunt. Not good for me with Nick Chubb is my running back who's second in the NFL in rushing. Hunt actually has more yards rushing in this game for Cleveland than Chubb does. He has 46 yards on the ground and Chubb has 43. Uh, Carolina and the Redskins. Uh, this is, you know, another talk about decision time is Carolina committed to Kyle Allen as their quarterback of the future. 
He is 9 of 1,612 yards, a couple of touchdown passes. Panthers leading this game 14-12. And, of course, the Redskins trying to make a decision on Dwayne Haskins, Rich. He is 7 of 13 for just 41 yards. I, I just do not see Dwayne Haskins as the guy. And if the Redskins get a chance to do what Arizona did after drafting Josh Rosen and then the following year drafting Kyler Murray, they may also be a team that drafts a quarterback in consecutive years in the first round. Yeah, it's very possible, especially if you bring in an all-new staff and that staff doesn't have Dwayne Haskins as their quarterback of the future. And that's what he's up against this season, where he's thrown for about 55%, 254 yards, two touchdowns, and six interceptions. And that's the bugaboo here. You cannot you cannot throw interceptions at that rate and have any offensive coordinator all that comfortable bringing in and using your talents. This is the knock on Jameis Winston. You can actually be a great talent in the NFL, and he is. Jameis Winston is phenomenal. The problem is he's careless with the football. He's a turnover machine, both via fumble and especially interception. I mean, it doesn't completely dismiss all of the uh, the, the highlights of brilliance, but you need to protect the, the, the football better than that if you're a quarterback in this league. And Haskins has shown a propensity to give it away. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Let's find out what's trending right now as we bring back Mr. David Gascon. All right, we're trying to get all these stats. Uh, how's your fantasy team doing this year? Uh, my fantasy team's in the dumps. Yeah. But I, I I, peacefully, you know, it's like when you have a, an older dog mm, or, yes. or a sick dog and you know that the, the chances of that dog recovering and living a, a longer life um, are far and few, and yeah. you just put the dog calmly to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, that yeah. that was my fantasy this is the team. the grim picture you're painting. <laughs> yeah, the, the grim picture is Jared Goff. Uh, um, that was my wow. fantasy quarterback. Well, and he had zero touchdown passes in the month of November. Yeah. So that, you got that going for you. Yeah, yeah he was awful. So what I, nice. what I calmly did, <laughs> Gavin Kinsel. Uh, it's Caddyshack I, quote. It's okay. Come on. Got it, dude. Got it, man. Got it. Um, I I, I calmly uh, parted ways with Jared Goff midway through the season, like week eight, week nine. So I. uh, He's a human being, not a golden retriever, for crying out loud. Well, the way he's played this season, it's like a. It's like a dog Could rabies. Could you imagine if you named your golden retriever Jared? That'd be Goffle. Yeah, just Goffle. That'd be Goffle. Yeah, he's Goffle. Oh, uh, gosh. All right, well, let's get back to more pleasant things right Yeah, now. guys, uh, a couple things right now in the National Football League. Dolphins and Eagles, this ball game's on Fox. The Dolphins have players spread all over the field. Five to the left, four to the right. They run it, they it. throw a touchdown. Unbelievable. It was Sanders. Bad Hawk threw it. <laughs> I've never seen that before. That's what happens when you're 2-9. and nine. You can do some things. Dolphins lead the Eagles right now on Fox 14-13. There's under a minute to play in the first half in this thing. Fellas are at the break in Cincinnati, and things are a bit dire right now. Dalton fakes a handoff from the pocket, throws over the middle. Oh, baby, it is caught baby. for a touchdown oh, by Tyler Boyd. Oh, boy. Bengals right now this <laughs> season are 0-11, guys. They're in danger of winning a game. They lead right now over the Jets, 17-6. Andy Dalton's 14-20 for 155 yards and a score. Joe Mixon's gotten in the end zone one time as well. Redskins scored a touchdown right now. Carolina leads 14-12 at the break. Indy 10-7 over the Tennessee Titans. 
Also in New York, Giants trailing just by seven to Aaron Rodgers and company, 17 to 10. Buccaneers 25 nothing over the Jaguars and the Browns and Steelers are tied up at 10-10. And then college football, Northwestern announces they've uh, they've fired offensive quarter Mick McCall. He is gone. Also, according to Herm Edwards, Arizona State's not bringing back Rob Likens, Charlie Fisher, and Donnie Yontis for next season. And Rutgers also announced today, Bruce Feldman reporting that Greg Schiano has agreed on an eight-year deal worth $32 million with 25.2 of that fully guaranteed. Now, guys, the, the report on Clay Helton being fired, just to throw this out there, the reporter that actually reported that news earlier today that Rich, you were mentioning, he also had a story earlier this season that JT Daniels suffered a minor knee injury. Uh, that was the same knee that was uh, torn with an ACL and a torn meniscus. So I'll wait and see until Bruce Feldman gives us some official word on on all this good stuff. But I would guy agree. Of choice. I would agree. It's uh, Again, unless you have Urban Meyer locked up, I'm not making any announcement about Clay Helton. Oh, well, look, I mean, I'm reading a report off of Sports Illustrated. He, It's a writer for SI Now. If he says multiple sources, I assume he's going to have some explaining to do if Clay Helton's still there. All right, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. He's to save 15% or more on car insurance at Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Daddy, daddy. Now, now. It's time for the NFL on Fox. Focus. All right, Rams on the road against the Cardinals trying to clear their heads after their beatdown against the Ravens. And joining us right now, a man that proves that you can overcome time with me and still be a broadcast legend, uh, the great Chris Myers uh, is with us right now. Chris, it's amazing. It was a little blip on the radar in your lengthy career, but uh, you survived and flourished. No question about that. Well, you know how you know how some coaches you hear that some quarterbacks are coaches killers. Steve Hartman is a broadcast partner killer in most cases. <laughs> yes, but, I mean literally, I've had him die on me. So I mean, it's uh, <laughs> well, I didn't mean it that, I didn't mean it that way. Yes. I mean, I've only been figuratively. I'm still ticking here. But we're, <laughs> we're, we're enjoy- hey, how about John Robinson for you? What's he doing today for USC? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just, just, just uh, kidding. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the mess that the Rams appear to be right now, Chris. I mean. And that was just embarrassing, uh, giving up touchdowns on six straight drives to the Ravens in that game. You hear Sean McVay, you hear Jared Goff after all these games, and they're like, hey, we're okay. You know, it was a bad game, but we're fine. But when you look at this team right now, what the hell has changed so dramatically from just a year ago? Yeah, they're, they're, it's, a, they're, it's a good question. They're not okay. And, you know, I'm usually a glass half full guy, but the, the Rams glass has been knocked over, spilled, and is dripping all over the place because not only is the offense struggled, and, and it, yes, it's Goff and the offensive line and the Todd Gurley magical mystery medical tour continues, but there's all those factors. But the defense was also an embarrassment. And even after they overhauled and made the Ramsey trade in the secondary, uh, that was really embarrassing. And they admitted, I mean, pathetic to get run over. Look, the, the, the Ravens are playing in a close game with the 49ers right now. Lamar Jackson is great, but he's beatable. And, and, and the Rams couldn't even hang in there with him defensively. So that, that, that's the other part of the equation. Their defense had been playing well in a stretch of, of three or four games. But I think they're fortunate that they're still in it. Mathematically, they have to run the table. And the games line up right. This is the worst pass defense in the league in Arizona. So Goff, with all of his receivers healthy, uh, can light it up. Uh, I, whether Gurley runs the ball with success or Goff has time, that, that's a major question because of Chandler Jones. 
And if they do that, then they get Seattle, you know, next week at home, coming off a Monday night game. I mean, there's there's some hope here. They need to win out and, and get a break. But before they can talk playoffs, you're right. They have to get their own act together. Their defense has to play much better. And, and of course, Goff has to protect the football and really make quicker decisions and, and better decisions right away, regardless of what kind of pressure he's under. You know, and on the other side of this billing, the Cardinals' rookie quarterback has already set franchise rookie records with 2,703 yards passing and completions as well. You know, I, I, I look at Kyler Murray and I think, boy, that's a dangerous mix having the ability to scramble the way he does and the arm strength to throw virtually any throw in the phone book the problem for the cardinals though is they're not in many of these games because of their atrocious pass defense did that come up this week during production meetings yes it did and cliff kingsbury also they're one of the league they're the league leaders in penalties along with cleveland coming into the weekend and that's something they tried to put more of an emphasis on the the rookie head coach and his rookie quarterback but yeah, their defense has, for, for a defense that has Terrell Suggs and Patrick Peterson now back and, and a veteran like Chandler Jones, you know, who leads the league in, in Satchers, tied for the league. I mean, they, they should be better on defense. They start two rookies in the secondary, uh, but Buda Baker and Jordan Hicks are both among the top five tacklers of the league this year. They're having a good season on a, on a shaky defense that really, I think, could be coached a little better. But as far as the offense, i got to tell you, I, and I've seen them in person already, I'll, I'll watch Kyler Murray play anywhere, anytime, any game. This guy, you talk about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, that offense is set up for him to run first and then run. This offense is set up for Kyler Murray to run, to look to throw, and he reminds me a lot not putting him in that category, but he reminds me a lot of Russell Wilson in a few ways. And that Number one, he runs and, and protects his body well for a guy only 5'10". But as you said, he can throw on the run, stop, start, and quickly get that out. has a cannon of an arm that I've already seen on display. They should have had two wins against the 49ers, but we know how, how good they are. So uh, he'll make the game interesting against a Ram defense that showed you that last week, I hope they learned their lesson, but they can't handle mobile quarterbacks, or at least they couldn't on, on Monday night. So that's what makes this game uh, very entertaining. And the Cardinals are coming off a bye week and trying to end a four-game losing skid. So there's a lot of, a lot of magic, and the roof will be open here. It's sunny and 60 degrees, so that's a little bit of a different vibe uh, for a game in the stadium. Chris Myers joining us. He'll be calling the Rams-Cardinals game for Fox. So in the month of November, golf three games, zero touchdowns, five picks. I don't know the last time a uh, a quarterback in the NFL won a actual month without throwing a touchdown pass, but when you watch golf right now, is it just the fact that they haven't had an effective running game? Because obviously play action was really the calling card for him to be so effective at throwing the ball, or is there some self-doubt creeping into him right now, much like what we saw as a rookie. I mean, what are your views right now on Goff on whether or not he is heading in the wrong direction and maybe heading in the wrong direction for good? Yeah, I wouldn't. I, well, you hit on the running game, Stephen. That's something Sean McVay, it's, it's always the starting point for coaches, but they're not even, the Rams are not even in the top 20 in running the football, whether it's Todd Gurley or Malcolm Brown or Daryl Henderson, the rookie, they or even using jet sweeps with their receivers. So I'm not going to make excuses for Goff because he has had opportunities to at least make some plays, and really in November anyway, hasn't made very many of them, and has been a little sloppy with the football. I go back to that Steeler game, even if it was a bad call, there was a fumble there that cost him the defense plate well enough to win. So not only does he have to make you know, quicker decisions, and for the fifth time in the last six games he's going to have, you know, missing Jer- Everett is out with an injury, so he'll be missing one of his his uh, assortment of receivers, but he's got his main three there 
But but I, I, I think he's got to make – this is where he's different. He's not a Russell Wilson. He's not an Aaron Rodgers in the, or even a Kyler Murray where he can make a lot of plays with his legs when something breaks down and even throw it as well on the run. But, but I still think his career is not regressing. It's only stalled, and I believe it's because of what's around him. He was taking advantage of the play action in the running game before, and then the defense could play off that. So he's got to make some plays early on his own somehow, whether it's just getting the right throw, protecting the ball, getting the first down to give him a lead. And then against a team like this, I mean, this is where I know the Rams want to run the ball and focus on that. But with this weak secondary, as you guys pointed out, the worst in the league, they've given up the most touchdown passes. He's got to pick on those rookies and try to get the ball to Robert Woods, who, by the way, had done have a touchdown catch this year, and get Cooks more involved, who's healthier now after that concussion kept him out a few games earlier in the year. Yeah, Woods coming off a career year for the Rams. And, you know, also this Rams defense last season was extremely proficient, getting after rival passers. This year, their middle-of-the-road defense had an embarrassing loss two months ago to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they're rolling off of their most recent embarrassment to the Baltimore Ravens, giving up 480 yards to the team who just absolutely rolled them. Uh, what's been the hang-up with Wade Phillips' group this year with L.A.? Yeah, I mean, I even asked about Jalen Ramsey, and he hadn't done anything since they gave up two number ones and a fourth for him. He doesn't have a pick. He's had a few passes defenses. He got into the altercation with uh, uh, you know Marcus Peters before. I, you know, one thing that's happening is that they're double and triple teaming uh, Aaron Donald, like they always have, but no one else is making big plays on the defensive line for the Rams. Uh, Sebastian Joseph Day, Michael Brockett, they're not doing enough. Fowler has a few sacks, but that's where they missed the, the inside pressure of Indomitian Sue. And they've had injury at linebacker. Again, Clay Matthews is back now. He was out before, but somebody else on the defense has to apply pressure. Uh, but I thought Ramsey would, would be able to shut down people and allow other people to run free, and, and he just really hasn't, uh, even though Eric Weddle said he, he's fit in fine with the team, uh, we haven't seen it. So, yes, the defense is, is just as much at fault in this tumble for the Rams. Yet, I mean, they're still, they still have a winning record and are still in at least uh, in line for that uh, last wild card spot if, if they can uh, win today and move forward. Well, I've been told as long as Chris Myers has a job, you have a job. So, Chris, we've got to keep <laughs> working as long as we possibly can, all right? No retirement right, is, in the plans, okay? Yeah, this I mean, this is fun. If it's work, somebody uh, <laughs> takes me, but we'll keep talking. <laughs> exactly. Pay me to talk. Pay me to watch games. I'll do that any day of the week. Great stuff, Chris. We'll be watching. Thanks so much. All right, always good talking to you guys. Enjoy. All right, that's uh, Chris Myers again doing that Rams-Cardinals game and you know, I got a, I got a sneaking suspicion. I mean, the Cardinals have lost four in a row. They have no defense right now. You mentioned, Rich. They're- Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Their pass defense is just non-existent. If Goff can't get going throwing the ball against this defense, then you really got some problems. Yeah, and he really needs to – whatever this is around his neck, this albatross that he can't find open receivers and they can't really get this offense rolling, he's got to figure it out soon because he's an expensive mistake if if he it pans out to be a mistake at the quarterback position for the Rams. All right, we are here at Fox Sports Red Zone Radio and the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We get ready for the second halves of the morning games coming up next. Wentz takes the snap. He backpedals. He looks, he looks, he looks. He is running, pumping, firing, and it is complete. Touchdown! J.J. Ortega-Whiteside with his first NFL touchdown. WIP Eagles Radio Network, and with that score, the Eagles have a 21-14 halftime lead against the Dolphins. They were successful in a two-point conversion to give them the seven-point lead. So Eagles up. 21-14 at the half. And I want to uh I want to read this tweet from Bruce Feldman, college football insider FS1 spoke to a couple of folks plugged in on the USA situation who think the report that Clay Helton is getting dismissed is not accurate and that no such decision has been made to do anything like that. This is from one USC source that just told Bruce Feldman, "I know Clay hasn't been fired. That's one thing I know." And so there it is. Uh, you had a, a Trojans insider who writes for Sports Illustrated 
uh, cite multiple sources that Clay Helton is going to be released. And now even Sports Illustrated sources, Pat Ford, college football writer, is saying that uh, Helton will keep his job. Okay. I, this, you are uh, fake This news. is actually playing out pretty much as I thought it was. All right, here's where, what do you have. You have the new university president. She's brought in with all the scandals that have hit USC, telling the new athletic director, Mike Bone, under no circumstances are you hiring Urban Meyer. No way, no chance. With the baggage he brings in on top of the baggage all that I've been asked to clean up as the new university president. So she's behind Helton. Bone is behind Helton because she's behind Helton and hired Mike Bone. But what I'm understanding is there are big money people, a huge money people. They only care about one thing, and that's USC football. And they're sort of reminding her uh, there's somebody paying your salary. So this is a power struggle right now because there are people at that university, and I know it well, that say there's USC and then there's the football team. They're two separate entities. And there are people hell-bent that if we have a chance to get Urban Meyer, no matter what the cost, to pay him or eat money, we are going to get it done. So when this story leaks out there, that tells me that one of these sources, unhappy with the reports over the last 24, 48 hours that Helton's job was safe, has said, oh, no, he's not. And they have floated it out there. So this, this this is a major power struggle going on right now over the football program at USC. No yeah. question. So Adam Maya, who's uh, who closely follows the USC Trojans on Twitter, it's got about four thousand followers. Writes for SI Now, and this was posted to the official SportsIllustrated.com website. Um, I don't know. There may be some scrutiny under this tweet now because the, there there are either inaccuracies or the multiple sources may have may have been people like you said with an interior interest to move on from Helton and bring in Meyer. They don't want Helton. They don't want Helton. They want a team that's going to be there with the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Ohio States of the world contending for national championships. He's 13 and 11 over the last two years. That is not satisfactory to some of those big money people. All right, uh the Ravens leading the 49ers 17-14 and they were all of a sudden in a situation where they seemed to be driving when Lamar Jackson got stripped of the ball, a fumble recovery for the 49ers. So the 49ers now have the ball in Ravens territory. We got a Steelers touchdown, so they take the lead over the Browns. Baker Mayfield's in the game wearing a glove on his right hand that was injured earlier, and it'll be Gardner Minshew the rest of the day, it appears, for Nick Foles in wow. Jacksonville. All that money for Foles, and already he's benched for the rookie. All right, Fox Sports Red Zone Radio continues. We got you updated on everything week 13 around the National Football League. Keep it right here with Fox Sports Radio. And the give to the second man, and he grinds to the goal line. And that is Benny Snell Jr. for the touchdown, his first as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Wow. WDVE 1025 FM and WBGG, the Steelers taking a 17-10 lead over the Browns. More on that in a moment. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I'm going to say this right now. Mike Tomlin is the most underrated coach in the NFL. I mean, this was a game where he decides to go with Duck Hodges, who's little more than a free agent rookie scout team quarterback. They got off to a terrible start. They were not only down 10-3, to but the Browns were absolutely annihilating him. Yardage, first downs, and everything else. 
He stays with Duck Hodges, and now they have the 17-10 lead. And if they win this game, Pittsburgh is 7-5 and and very much in the playoff picture. Tomlin is doing it with smoke and mirrors. No Antonio Brown, no Le'Veon Bell, no Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, he's a heck of a coach. Yeah, look, he's never had a season where he's dropped below 500. They're in the playoff chase every single year. Divisional games with the Steelers between the Bengals and the Browns have routinely been exciting because they're important. They're important games. The Steelers have been uh, a, a, a franchise that's been rooted in loyalty to head coaches, and they've hired virtually only talent head coaches. I agree with you. I'm a big Tomlin fan. I actually uh, had an opportunity to try out for the Pittsburgh Steelers when Pouncey was injured to start the 2015 season. Uh, I could have been signed to be their center. They went with uh, a different choice and it was probably a good decision. I was really hurt at the time and I was hiding that injury. So good on them for figuring that out. Mike Tomlin's a straight shooter. He, he does a great job by his team. Uh, he's a player's coach. Guys love playing for him and competing for him, and he's had nothing but success. Hodges is 9 of 1,367 yards and a touchdown. You got no Smith Schuster. I mean, what, what are they doing right now? You have no Connor. Uh, you know, you got Samuels out there. You got Washington, Jones. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, who do you have here, uh, Gavin? Oh, the, yeah, this was uh, this was Duck Hodges. A little controversy on some comments uh, he made after we announced that he would start this game against the Browns. I don't have anything to lose. I, I, you know, I, I was undrafted. Um, that's something I've always been. I've always been this kind of calm, uh, cool collective, and I think a lot of that comes from getting prepared and being prepared. And, and you know, when you got some guys around me that are as good as they are, it makes my job a lot easier. Well, when you say you have nothing to lose, that could get misinterpreted, though, in the sense, I mean, you're playing on a team that's fighting for a playoff spot. This is a huge situation, is it not? Yeah, I mean, it, it is. I mean, what, what I'm talking about is just going back to being like an undrafted guy. I mean, no, no one no one probably thought that I'd ever be in this situation. But, I mean, I'm ready to go out there and have fun and you know, get the win. All right, so, I mean, he was talking from a personal standpoint. No one expected me to be ever here, obviously. I mean, when would, did Duck Hodges ever think he'd see the light of day you, you, on a team that's Ben Roethlisberger, and they've drafted Mason Rudolph? What were his chances of ever getting on the field? Uh, but it is an absolute must game. The winner of this game, you know, stays in the playoff hunt. The loser, bye-bye, and this would be a brutal loss for the Browns if they lose this game to Duck Hodges. Again, no Connor, no Smith-Schuster, a completely depleted Pittsburgh offense. But right now, the Steelers leading this game 17-10. to Yeah, look, the Steelers, when you're talking about a team that's extremely resilient, when you can potentially win two games with your third-string quarterback, that means you're doing something right with the culture. And again, that goes back to Mike Tomlin. And I agree with the reporter following up on the question. You know what the issue is with starting – a young quarterback sometimes, or a young player in general. They don't understand the gravity of the NFL, how important each of these games are. Sure, in college football, you have those instances too, but it's really only for those teams in the top 10 who can vie for one of those top four positions to play in the postseason playoff bracket. Outside of that, you're just playing for a postseason. After seven wins, you're guaranteed a bowl spot, six wins for most teams. So, so in the NFL – 
understanding or learning to understand the importance of every single week, especially divisional games. You're not just there for yourself, Devlin. You're there for the entirety of that team, the 53 active roster guys in the 10 practice squad and all these coaches. Careers and livelihoods matter, right? Every single snap, you're you're taking the franchise in your hands. And so it takes a while for guys to understand that, uh, but but certainly the, there's a culture in place that breeds winning. He's already beaten a fairly good Chargers team on the road earlier this season. So we'll see how it works out today against All right, the Browns. We got some uh, very tight games here, Rich. Uh, the 49ers have tied up the game against the Ravens. They are tied at 17, three and a half minutes to go in the third there. We also have a 17-all tie between the Colts and Titans. This is a big game. Two teams came into this game Six and five. The Eagles got a touchdown to extend their lead to 28 to 14, but now the Dolphins have scored. And the The Browns have just turned the ball over. They're wow. already down by seven to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's ah, going to have the ball back. Can't talk right now. All right, that's okay. I know you're a little emotional right little now because tied. he was feeling good about the Eagles taking a 14 point lead, but now the Dolphins have just scored. Uh, to cut it to 28-20. to 20. Bengals still looking for their first win of the season, and they've been in control of this one throughout, uh, leading the Jets 17-6. to 6. So the Jets came in on a three-game winning streak thinking they were good. They're not. Uh, Andy Dalton back at quarterbacks had a solid game. Bengals, again, looking for the first win. And the Giants are hanging in there against Green Bay, Rich. 17-13 Packers. It was snowing big time early in this game. The snow has stopped. There's still snow on the ground. Giants hanging in there. 17-13 Packers. Four and a half minutes to go uh, in that third quarter. And look at the Packers, if they have any designs on, you know, keeping pace right now, they got to hold off, obviously, on the Vikings. Both of them are at eight and three right now. Uh, the Packers have the tiebreaker at this point, but they don't want to fall into a wild card situation. So the Packers understand with the Saints and the 49ers ahead of them, they just have to keep winning. Yeah, the NFC is so loaded up that you want to keep your spot atop your division should you have an opportunity to because, I mean, you're going against the likes of the 49ers. You're going against the likes of the the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, you, you don't want to see the top of this division, certainly, where they're close to, I should say, conference, which they're certainly at the top um, early, uh, early in the playoffs. So you can control your destiny here against another conference opponent by getting the job done. But like you mentioned, Daniel Jones and the Giants have kept this close. I'm curious if the weather has any factor in this. Both teams used to playing in cold and snow historically. All right. Uh, once again, we're watching this Ravens 49ers game, and the Ravens' most effective offense is Lamar Jackson. Uh, they throw in a flight. Now, let me ask you this about this. All yeah, right. Go ahead. So, Lamar Jackson obviously is a runner. Yes. He, he is a runner, and he's running toward the sidelines, and a guy jumps on him. It wasn't like a blatant hit. They're going to call. This is the third time that we've had a penalty on the 49ers uh, for what they call extracurricular activity on Lamar Jackson. Let's follow this. He grabbed him in bounds and rode him out of bounds, and they throw the flag. Look at this. The tackle's being made in bounds. He, he releases him, and they throw a flag on that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you could tell. You could Are tell you kidding that, me? That this uh this officiating crew has been told to protect Lamar Jackson. That is 
You saw it. I, I watched it too. Look, I mean, you have it, to tackle him. It wasn't like he tackled him out tackle. of bounds. He tackled him when he was inbounds. He wrote him out. He even released his hands from this him. This is the third personal wow. foul that Jackson has been able to to obtain from this officiating crew. Two in the pocket and one outside the pocket. But on he's that a side runner. What are you supposed to do? No, no. I'm telling you, this is this was an edict wow. sent down from the NFL. Dick, embarrassing. And, and it's because I, I, we, we, I've said this twice on this show already i'll repeat it for any new listeners joining us right now the only way to effectively stop lamar jackson is trying to get him off the field the only way he's coming off the field is if you hurt him and and the the 49ers that he wasn't even trying to hurt him no there. no i know it but i'm, I'm just telling tackling you, him the 49ers much like any other defense is going to be aiming to hit this guy as hard as they possibly can so this officiating crew has been warned they've been told well, you need to call everything that's job. even close yeah, I, I, absolutely I, I, i'm just telling you job. what's happening if i'm shanahan i'm like you got to be kidding me oh yeah yeah well, you got to be, be kidding me it wasn't the, like he picked him up and tried win, to drive him if into the, the ravens ground win this game this is going to be the conversation post game is, right. is is lamar jackson i mean we see it with aaron Rodgers. we see it with tom brady they get those questionable calls those flags pocket passers but they're not runners no, this exactly. guy's running the ball should lamar jackson be treated in similar kind and there's going to be a lot of people who disagree remember cam newton was complaining he didn't get that kind of respect no. And he never got that kind of respect, but apparently they're going to give it to Lamar Jackson. He's the hot ticket in the league right now. All right, we continue on with all our coverage of all the games in the NFL. It's getting exciting here early oh, on this yeah. Sunday. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio continues. But first, let's head to the Vegas Strip. Hey, sports fans, this is insider John Anthony coming to you live from the Las Vegas Strip. My message phone is red hot against the spread. Call the message phone, 1-800-216-6615. That's 1-800-216-6615. My information is in. Today I'm releasing three plays. Los Angeles at Denver, New England at Houston, and my top play of the day, Oakland at Kansas City. That's three games. That's three locks. 3-0 and or the season free. Call 1-800-216-6615. That's 1-800-216-6615. Now let's take a quick look at the matchups. Los Angeles is in Denver for a Western Division battle. Both teams have lost two in a row. Denver won the first matchup on the road in L.A., and now they're getting points at home. Can Los Angeles win their first division game of the year? Vegas says this is a field goal game. My information says it isn't going to be close. I love this game. It's a lot. Next, New England heads to Houston. Division leaders battling prime time. Both teams are coming off big home wins. Can Houston finally knock off New England? Will New England's defense hold up on the road as a field goal favorite? One team is overmatched. The game won't be close. Don't get fooled by the number on this one. My information is confirmed, and I love it. Another lock. Finally, my top play of the day, Oakland at Kansas City. Oakland was throttled last week in New York. Kansas City had a bye after the Monday night win in Mexico two weeks ago. The total is the play on this one, double-digit edge. This play is huge for me. It's my top move, the biggest game of the day. It's a lock. There you have it, three huge plays on the message phone. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? Uh, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm red out against the spread. Call 1-800-216-6615. That's three games. That's three locks. Three and over the season free. Call 1-800-216-6615. That's 1-800-216-6615. Or go to VegasScoresAndOdds.com. The three Fs are in full effect on this Thanksgiving weekend. Football, food, and of course, fun. We celebrate with you. This is Clay Travis. This is Mike Harmon. Hey, it's Rob Parker. It's Chris Broussard. I want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. And don't forget to stuff your face. On Fox Sports Radio. Fitzpatrick throwing high into the air. Parker, touchdown. Can't right. stop him. Devontae right. Parker. We've been waiting for that throw in the corner of the end zone. We got it that time. 560 WQAM, Dolphins Radio Network. Dolphins trying to hang in. By the way, they missed the extra point. Is that the first missed extra point, guys? 
I mean, it, we, we've been sort of monitoring this is. every yeah. single week, and usually within the first half hour of the show, <laughs> yeah. we've missed first multiple, multiple extra I, I, points. I mean, there, sometimes it takes minutes. Well, we had last week was the very first one. Um, but the uh, Dolphins missed the extra points. So 28-20, uh, Eagles leading the Dolphins right know. now. Uh, four and a half minutes to go in the third quarter there. Redskins, by the way, have taken the lead over Carolina on a field goal. 15-14 Redskins. Uh, Dwayne Haskins has thrown for 121 yards. The good news there, he hasn't thrown an interception. Uh, Steve Hartman, Rich Ormberg were with you here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. And uh, we definitely got some games uh, coming down the wire. Ravens punted. This was an incredible play. You're going to see this on the highlights tonight for sure, uh, especially if the Ravens can pull this game out. Tied at 17. They punt. Again, The ball it's wet. It's a lot of rain out there. The ball looks like it's bounding in the end zone. And one of their special teamers dove and somehow – was able to bat the ball back into play. I mean, it was right on the goal line. He extended. He definitely got the ball into play. So the 49ers had to take over at their own one-yard line. Yeah, that is man. that One-yard line was like their own six-inch line. Crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how, 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 how jazz do coaches get when they review a play like that, you know, the week after? Like, oh, see? my goodness. Well, your special teams coordinator yeah. is is somewhere jumping for joy because yeah. those are John the, Harbaugh used to be coach special teams. Yeah, that's I, right. There's a lot There's a lot of head coaches who have some experience coaching special teams. It's almost a rite of pa- passage for certain coaches' Aren't careers. Aren't they always the enthusiastic ones, So A lot of it a lot I of always it think of uh, special team guys that are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of it is enthusiasm because think about what you're working with typically. You're you're typically working with the guys who are backups, who aren't necessarily talented enough to be a starter at a defensive or offensive position, but either they're so good at special teams you keep them on or you're grooming them to potentially have a starting spot on your roster at some point. And so you're taking raw talent and you're turning it into, you know, something that can perform in critical situations like we just saw for the Ravens. All right. A couple of games going on. Buccaneers uh, have been in charge of Jacksonville 25 to three. Now three minutes to go in the third quarter. Winston's had a, a decent game, 18 to 28, 232. Again, the big category there, zero interceptions, no turnovers. Uh, for Winston, which is always a key for him. Uh, meanwhile, Nick Foles was benched. 7 of 14, 93 yards and a pick. Gardner Minshew's in the game right now, not doing a whole lot. Uh, what What is going to happen in Jacksonville? I mean, with his quarterback situation, because with the return of Foles, he hasn't looked great, but they invested a lot of money in him. Meanwhile, Minshew sort of became a cult hero uh, in Jacksonville as a rookie. How's this going to play out for the Jags? Well, you know, from a marketing standpoint, it's difficult to argue with Minshew as uh, having the edge in the argument. And also he played well while Foles was out injured with the collarbone. So uh, you you have Foles back and you assume everything's going to go according to plan. And it really hasn't. So Minshew's back. Here's your here's your quandary. You have a pretty big contract, not huge for Nick Foles. There's a lot of quarterback needy teams out there this offseason. Is there a way to in fact find a way to move Foles. Do you do you make the decision to do so? You have to really trust Gardner Minshew in order to do so. Uh so that Titans Colts game, we're gonna definitely monitor that. Tie score eleven minutes to go. Meanwhile, we're inside ten minutes to go. Ravens with the ball tied with the 49ers, 17 all. By the way, that helmet to helmet hit 
against Olsen, uh, the uh, Redskins defender was ejected uh, from the game. Yep. See you later on that one. Uh, for, hopefully he wasn't was seriously Ryan hurt. Ryan Anderson. Ryan Anderson. Well, he uh, he paid the price for that one. Um, all right, so, you know, we, we got a lot of games we're also going to get to coming up uh, later this afternoon. Uh, we were talking earlier with Chris Myers about this Rams game uh, against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, you know, after their blowout loss against the Ravens, you know, listening uh, to both Sean McVay and Jared Goff, and they seem to say, yeah, you know, we had a bad game. You know, give the Ravens credit. We're good. We're good. We're good. We've been hearing this every week. Um, the Rams' remaining schedule, let me see how many wins you think they got in this group, all right? Okay. So after they're at Arizona, they have the Seahawks at home, at the Cowboys, at the 49ers, Cardinals at home. Does that sound like a road to the playoffs? Uh, For the Los Angeles Rams? Yes. Again, at the Cardinals, Seahawks at home, at the Cowboys, at the 49ers, Cardinals at home. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna be tough. <laughs> that's going to be tough. Look, I, I, the, the, for the Rams, early this year, I probably would have said, well, that's, that, that's navigable, mm. but you can't, you can't look at what this team has done recently and feel awfully confident about anything. I need to see Jared Goff look like Jared Goff from last year, and I need to see that consistently, at least two games worth it, uh, for me to believe that they have a chance. This offense, this offensive line has not done what they did a year ago. Aaron Rodgers has just thrown his fourth touchdown pass of the game as the Packers extend their lead over the hapless Giants who are heading to their eighth straight loss. Remember the uh, all the hype for Daniel Jones? He won a couple of games. Everyone was really excited and everything else. That's eight straight losses. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. I, I, I mean, Daniel Jones... You know, he may be getting close to to enjoying some of the treatment that we've seen other rookies like Gardner Minshew and Dwayne Haskins. Well, have you, you're not going to put Eli Manning back in the well, game. Well, no, are you? no, but I mean, if you don't want a guy who's supposed to be your franchise quarterback to struggle too greatly uh, in his first appearance as your starter, unless they're just going to have him work through some of the issues. It hasn't been all bad for Daniel Jones. He is leading the NFL as far as rookie passers are concerned in in touchdowns. He's also leading the league in most consecutive losses with eight. Okay. He's only thrown one interception (laughs) in the last four games, though. He's passed for 11 touchdowns during that time. I cannot believe you're reciting stats. I'm the stat guy. Here's the issue. Again, eight straight losses. Here's the issue. It's the fumbles. That's the part of his game that needs fixing. Mm. Do you realize that over the course of his time uh, playing as a starter in this league, he's had 10 fumbles? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's, uh, absurd. How, how do you fumble the ball that much? Sam Darnold was labeled as a fumble maker coming out of college yes. football. Remember USC small hands. And he proved it, yes. And so he comes into the league, and he's he's been a turnover problem in New York for the other team, the Jets. Well, Daniel Jones is doing the same thing for the Giants. That's been the biggest issue. All right, the Cleveland Browns down 10, and uh, they're trying to get in the end zone. It's set 20 to 10, Pittsburgh. This is a game that started with Cleveland up. 10 nothing, uh, and it looked like the uh, Browns were definitely in control going against Duck Hodges and company. But we mentioned earlier, Mike Tomlin finds a way, and the Steelers have scored 20 straight points to take a 20-10 lead. There's eight minutes to go. However, it's a third down for the Browns. They're at the 15-yard line of Pittsburgh. Mayfield is going to get sacked at the 15-yard line, so it looks like their field goal team is going to come on there. 
All right, Colts are driving right now. Tie game against Tennessee. We mentioned that Derrick Henry's had a big game on the ground. Tannehill has been efficient, nothing spectacular, throwing the ball. Uh, the Colts have been victimized by uh, Vinatieri again, who's missed a couple of field goals in this game. But right now they're at the 39-yard line of the Titans. Uh, both these teams come into the game at 6-5, and five, trying to hang on to their chances of making the playoffs, and the Colts just got a first down there. Yeah, that was uh, easy pickings, a little truck play near side, which means that they had the left tackle, left guard, Quentin Nelson, leading out in front. He had a convoy of bodies to file, and Williams is coming off consecutive 100-yard appearances. Marlon Mack out with a hand injury, so the Colts still having some success in their ground game, even though they've had an injury at their starting running back position. All right, coming in live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, easy to save 15% or more on your car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which game is easier. All right, by the way, here we go. we got the 49ers in Ravens territory right now. They're facing a third and four. This game is tied at 17. Seven and a half minutes ago, clock is ticking. They are at the 38-yard line of the Ravens, and they're going to run the ball, and they're going to come up short. About a yard short of the first down. Do you go for it here? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fourth and one. You're sort of in that no man's territory, yeah. wet field. I, I, Your I, kicker's not exactly automatic. And and also, just just remember who you're playing against. And that's a team who's very proficient on the fourth down, the Ravens. Every possession is important in this game. I mean, the defensives has, have showed up, and it's a tight football game. But, uh, yeah, it looks like they're leaving the offense on the field and Shanahan's calling in a play. How about Mostert? 146 yards rushing for the 49ers today. This what a is day a he's big, had. big, big play in this game, man. All right, so we're going to keep it here. We got fourth and one for the 49ers, and what happened there? They're it, thinking that they I got think an there was offside? A I think there was a timeout called. There had to have been, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, look at uh, Harbaugh is saying Time what the hell is going on here. Yeah, he he's he has an issue with something that happened on the 49ers side, maybe formationally or 12 men in the huddle, something. Uh, so a timeout was called by the 49ers to regroup and rethink this fourth and one play. And meanwhile, we got the Indianapolis Colts still driving. We just saw the big first down. They're out about the 27-yard line here going in on the Tennessee Titans in a tie ball game here in Indianapolis. By the way, getting back to that Ravens uh, game, Lamar Jackson, just 11 of 20 passing, 78 yards. That's it, one touchdown. However, he has run for 97 yards and a touchdown. Garoppolo has been efficient in uh, very challenging conditions. All right, here we go. Fourth and one for the 49ers. They're at the 36-yard line of the Ravens. Garoppolo is going to pass, and it's knocked down at the line of scrimmage. It is knocked down at the line of scrimmage, so the Ravens are going to take over on downs We have Gavin standing in applause right now because he's not rooting for the Baltimore Ravens or the 49ers. He's rooting for this score to stay low. That's right, right. and when it got to 14-14 and early in the second quarter, I was a little worried, but it's only 17-17 now, guys. Why didn't they run the ball there? I'm not quite sure. As hot as Mostert has been, why didn't you just run the ball? Why pass the ball? I've been saying it all. Very curious call for uh, Shanahan, Garoppolo, and company. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We got some exciting games coming to a big finish. We got it all covered here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. 
Jones Malone back. They fake the Jones. Rodgers under pressure. Throws left side of the end zone. Jimmy Graham lets his out spinning grab. Make that. Mercedes Lewis on the catch. Mercedes Lewis on a spinning grab in the left corner of the end zone. They beat Dayon Buchanan. And the Packers have blown it open. A dagger into the Giants. It's 30 to 13. Packers, a radio network, and Aaron Rodgers having a day. 21-33, 243 yards, four big touchdown passes, no interceptions on the day, and the Packers in charge up 31-13 over the Giants. Four minutes to go in the game there. So that's one game that's over, uh, but there are a lot of games that are far from over. Tennessee took the lead 24-17 over the Indianapolis Colts. Now you're saying, well, wait, you guys were saying that Indianapolis was driving. Well, you're right. <laughs> However, they had a field goal attempt that was blocked and run back for a touchdown by Tennessee. And Jacoby Brissett just turned it over again. Wow. So the Colts seemingly were in a position to win the game. They line up for the field goal. He gets blocked. It's run back for a touchdown. Now they have turned over the ball again. So we got inside five minutes to go. Tennessee with the ball and a 24-17 to lead. And what a turnaround for the Titans. I mean, they were sitting there at 2-4. and four, And since then, they've won, have lost just one game. They're trying to make it five out of six with Tannehill at quarterback. It's not like he's putting up huge numbers, but the bottom line is, they're winning, and if they do win, Titans very much in the playoff picture at seven and five. Yeah, I mean to to underrate the importance of this game. This is for who takes the the second place in mm-hmm. this division, contends with Houston. I th- this again in the AFC. And remember Houston playing New England. Tonight. Wild card implications. Yeah. Uh, in the AFC, very different from the NFC. The NFC, there is a hard, dark, thick line drawn between the wild card polling position teams and those in the hunt. I mean, it is clear the top six teams are the best in the NFC, and nobody's catching them. In the AFC, it's it's the wild west. I right. mean. All all options are available. All right. All eyes are right now on the Ravens 49ers. We are tied at 17 right now. We are inside three minutes to go, and the Ravens have the ball. It has been raining throughout this game. It has not let up for a second here. We've seen some mistakes and everything else. Are the Ravens going to allow the clock to run? So they're they're obviously trying to run the clock down and run the clock out for what they hope would be a field goal attempt by the always reliable. Mr. Tucker, uh, who, by the way, has had 58 consecutive field goals made inside 40 yards. But again, it's wet, you know, handling the ball and the snap. I mean, there's always a lot of different things can happen when you got a wet football. All right, so. uh, I think the Niners took a timeout there. Yeah, it's 2.23 to go. The clock to stop. We've got a second and five right now uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. Now, remember this about the 49ers. Uh, They are a half a game ahead of Seattle. If they lose this game, they'd be tied with Seattle, but Seattle beat the 49ers. So the 49ers who started the year 8-0, if they lose this game, at least temporarily, they will be a wild card team. 
And, and remember, do, next week, the 49ers are on the road against the Saints. Do we have a Tennessee Titans touchdown here? It looks like a play-action pass, and Ryan Tannehill found a Perfect wide pass. 45-yard bomb. Look wow. at that pass. You're not going to throw it any better than that. Ryan Tannehill has found a home. The Tennessee <laughs> Titans have found a quarterback, and what's the future of Marcus Mariota? Did that ball hit the ground? I don't think no, so. No, I don't think so. I think it was two What do you do with what, what happens to Marcus Mariota? Well, is he out of the league? Is anybody interested? I mean, hey, you pair him up with Jameis. <laughs> right. You have a complete quarterback if you do that. No, I mean, really, realistically, what you need to do is you need to move on. And and for him. Yeah, but he, is anybody he, interested in no, Marcus Mario? What, what he may end up having to be as a backup for the rest of his career. By the way, speaking of backup, the Steelers are backed up all the way to their own goal line right now. Up seven with five deep. and a half minutes to go. And there's a well, that's going to back him up further. <laughs> Yeah. What about Mariota in uh, the Steelers' uniform? Here we go. Uh, we no. have the extra point here for the Titans. Okay. All right, so the Titans okay. in charge. Three minutes Table to go. <laughs> and the extra point is off the upright, but still good. Wow. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Colts mascot <laughs> tipped over at the end. All right, so uh, we do have a critical moment right now in this game with the Steelers and the Browns. Steelers hanging on to a 20-13 to lead five and a half minutes ago, and they are backed up to their own – Six-inch yard line right now. This is where you got to really take care of the football. And I would, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, gets through the line and gets, away. wow. How does that happen? Well, Benny and the Snells You got everybody up on the again. line of scrimmage, and uh, they just blew open that Cleveland Browns defensive this line. This is what you got to do. I mean, this is why you're so antsy at the at your own goal line, jumping off sides and such, because you got to make air in the run game quick, and they got themselves out of a very precarious situation. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio continues. Who's going to come out on top? Will it be the Ravens or 49ers? You'll find out next. Oh, once again, an unbelievable Sunday in the National Football League. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, you just heard it from David Gascon. The Baltimore Ravens have prevailed at home against the 49ers. Justin Tucker doing what he does as good as anyone kicking game-winning field goals from 49 in the rain. It rained throughout this entire game. And with that, the Ravens continue their winning streak. Meanwhile, depending on what happens with the Seattle Seahawks tonight, is it tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Uh, Monday night football tomorrow with the Seahawks. The 49ers with that loss could go from the one seed to the five seed in the NFC at 10 and 2. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that. That again, that's how impressive the NFC is. And that's how tight the race is between the six teams who are leading their divisions or in the wild card race. And there's a lot on the outside looking in who really don't have much of a chance. Again, though, on the AFC side, it is it is a wild, wild conference. And we have a big one coming up here this Sunday as the Chiefs are going to take on the Raiders. This is an important game for polling position in that division, the AFC West, as well as the wild card implications uh, for the Raiders especially, but among the AFC in general. This this conference is still yet to be determined in a lot of different ways, and we're seeing this game between the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts, which looked like it was about to come down the wire, but now Tennessee leads 31-17, 
and that makes way for change in the the AFC. All right, the uh, game that is still maybe a little bit in doubt here is Pittsburgh and Cleveland. The Steelers hanging on to a seven point lead, twenty to thirteen, two and a half minutes to go, and they have the ball. Now they have been doing this. I have no idea. I mean. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're they're starting running backs out, the top receivers out, their quarterbacks out. I mean, they're going with a scout team quarterback, Duck Hodges. The Browns had an early 10-0 lead. We're dominating this game early on, but since then, Pittsburgh is just finding a way. So they are going to go down to the uh, two-minute warning. All right. Let's hear how this Ravens game wrapped up against the 49ers. Justin Tucker carried off the field after this game winner. Justin Tucker for the winner from 49 yards. Snap is good. Kick on the way. It is long enough. And the kick is good. The time has come off the clock. The haze in the barn. And the Ravens take down the 49ers. And this house is on fire. As the Ravens <laughs> celebrate at midfield, the fans on their feet, exuberance. In a game between a 10 and 1 team and a 9 and 2 team, the day ends with two 10 and 2 teams. Justin Tucker, his 15th game winning field goal. So there it is. Uh, that is a WBAL Ravens Radio Network. Um, by the way, while this is going on, uh, Gavin, have you seen that the Dolphins are leading the Eagles 34 to 28? That's embarrassing. Yikes. So wow. the Eagles, who had a 28-14 to 14 lead, have given up 20 straight points to Miami. Uh, Fitzpatrick is 25-37, of 37, 358 yards, and three touchdowns. Now, I need to check this out right now. So Miami, as far as their extra points are concerned here, you know, there always seems to be a... So Miami had the, it was 28 26. They went for the two point conversion and missed. Then they scored again and were successful with the two point conversion. So that's how they got the eight points. So 34 28, Miami. If the Eagles lose this game, I, I don't even know what to say to try to lose this game to the Dolphins, but there's still five minutes to go. So we still have plenty of time left in that game. That would just be a by the way, the, Eagles. the Redskins are also leading the Panthers 22-14. to 14. So an impressive day for some pretty bad teams. So, uh, well, that's the good news for the NFC East. Like, apparently the Redskins. By the way, this is, this is working opposite ways. If you're the Redskins, if you're the Dolphins, if you're the Bengals, who apparently are going to well, win their first them, game of the year. All of them are leading. They're all winning. Yeah, 22 I thought, to I six. thought we were battling for quarterbacks. Bengals over New York right now. That game's over. 22-6. Uh, to six. Yeah, two minutes left in the fourth quarter. You're absolutely right. Miami leading Why the Why are Eagles. all these teams that want to lose winning? Well, What's happening well, here? Uh, okay, so everybody, everybody slow down when you say the teams want to lose. But, uh, there there may be general managers who that that's in the best interest of, and there's f only a few of those. Uh, and, and that's really just because they've been promised their seat for next season but the players all of the 53 active members of that roster are auditioning for either the the new head coach who's coming in or the new regime who takes over or potentially another team uh should there be a regime change on these losing franchises now Brian Flores we assume is safe 
in Miami. He was just hired. Zach Taylor, though, is he safe in Cincy? Uh, you know, I mean, it's an interim head coach right now in in Re- in uh, Washington. I, I mean, who's coming in? So all these players are concerned about auditioning for their roles on the teams they're playing on or one of the other 31 teams in the NFL next season. So that's why you see an upset in the making like there is in, in Miami right now against the Eagles who still have an opportunity to make the postseason if they can pull up the bootstraps and leave Florida with a victory. The great thing about Lamar Jackson and why he is the front runner for the MVP award is that he can beat you in multiple ways. Oh, yeah. Remember he's had two games this year with a perfect passer rating. He's only the second guy ever Hang to on. do that in the history of the Let NFL, but today, 14 of 23, just 105 yards and one touchdowns, no picks, but... 16 carries, 101 yards rushing, and a touchdown. Of course, Lamar Jackson is well on his way to break the all-time NFL record uh, for quarterbacks rushing yards in a season, breaking Michael Vick's record. Yeah, factor this in. So he's a quarterback, and quarterbacks take sacks, and obviously those are the most negative of run plays we see in the NFL. He leads the NFL with 7.1 yards per carry. He ranks 10th in the NFL with 876 rushing yards coming into this game. Yes, and now he's almost 1,000, he, 801 yards. He's, he's, he's closing in on Vic's rushing record. They have four games to play. Yeah. We have never, and I repeat, never seen a player like this in the NFL. Mike Vick was like him, so I apologize. We've seen one other player like this in the NFL. In his prime, Mike Vick was like Lamar. Lamar's better. And Mike Vick will well, tell he's you that He's himself. a more accurate passer. And exactly, Michael Vick has really been leading the fanfare uh, for Lamar Jackson. All right, uh, the Browns have the ball, and they're down seven. They just showed a stat in Heinz Field when the Steelers have had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. They're 85-0-1. They had a 20-10 lead going into the fourth. Uh, the Browns got a field goal 2013. We got 141 to go. Let's see if Baker Mayfield's got any magic. So far, two passes, and he has none. Two By the incomplete way, passes. If the Browns win here at Hinesfield, it will be the first time since 2003. Wow. That, I mean, that, that just shows you the dominance that the Steelers have had in this series, period, but also at home. I mean, they have dominated the Cleveland Browns over the course of almost two decades. So this would this would be an enormous win for the Browns should they be able to beat All the right, Steelers. Uh, Jason Sanders, who scored a touchdown today, is attempting a 51-yard field goal to try to give the Dolphins a nine-point lead with 3.42 to go. The kick looks pretty good, and it is good. So the Dolphins extend their lead 37-28 over the Eagles. What a disaster for Philadelphia. What a disaster for Gavin. Gavin, you, you look like you're in a state of shock. You look sick, Gavin. You look sick. You don't look right. You don't. No, look no, no. Well. I'm actually doing okay. I'm, I'm looking all over. There's so many games going on. Yes, there are. There are. You've, you've already given up on the Eagles. No. It's over. <laughs> the Eagles are pretty They're sad down team. nine. They're down yeah, nine. They are, yeah. By That's the over. way, the Rams have just gotten underway. Yes. And Jared Goff has Uh-oh, the ball. we got an interception oh, by the Steelers. Man. Is that intercepted or yeah. hit the ground? I no, can't tell. It looks like, well, they're calling it as intercepted because the play is going on. Mayfield walking off the field, shaking his head, and was Jackson in the defensive secondary right, let's look at the of the Steelers. Here. That was just. Was that an overthrown ball by Mayfield? I don't know. I don't know where he was throwing it. Didn't seem to be any Browns receivers in the vicinity. Let's take a look at the replay right now, and he threw it behind the receiver. Is that 
Why? Yeah. Yeah. Well behind Jarvis Landry, who leaped up and tried to get a hand All on right, here it. Here we got a clear view of the interception right here. Did it hit the that ground? No. Nope. Poorly thrown ball. That is an interception. That was a poorly thrown By the thrown way, guys, ball. my bet on the Eagles was tied to the Carolina Panthers winning. Yes. And, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. They're down by 15 with only four minutes left All right, to the So, Redskins. yes. They're, how about. I'm, so, here on a day that the Bengals, apparently the Dolphins, and the Redskins all coming out victorious today. How if you had played that uh, money line? Oh, no. Oh, three, that would have been sweet. If you had parlayed yeah. the three on the money line, what, what kind of odds are we talking about with the Bengals, Redskins, and Dolphins all winning? A little you'd trifecta? Be, yeah, you'd be quadrupling your money. Yeah. yeah. Some big money. Even oh, for yeah. you, Gavin. Oh, would have been sweet. <laughs> That's why betting the NFL is impossible. It Just is. like any sport. I don't yeah, look it at it. I, I, again... I, I I admire people who have the nad to do it. Really, I don't know how you can get up in the morning and bet on the NFL. Who knows? You're saying, well, they looked so good a week ago. What happened last week has no bearing on this week. No, none, zero, none. Well, I, again, this is the. I mean, you thought today, for instance, the Ravens were going to blow out the 49ers. I think the weather had a big part of it because Lamar Jackson simply wasn't throwing the ball effectively today. Uh, but again, even though the Ravens won, the 49ers covered. It was a six-point spread. Well, it's precisely correct. I, I mean, it, and it just shows you the parity of this league. Even the worst teams in the NFL on any given Sunday, Thursday, or Monday. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower 
power further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Could stand toe-to-toe with the best teams in this league and leave with a win. It just doesn't happen in the NBA. It, it, it doesn't happen in the NBA unless they're you're resting players. It rarely happens in Major League Baseball in the postseason. Uh, so, I mean, this this is just what this league's all about. It's the reason why it's the most entertaining league we have in our country. Wow, the Steelers. I'm telling you, what a job by Mike Tomlin. They woed a 7-5 and five with their win over the Browns today. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You mentioned the Rams-Cardinals are underway and... Kicking off shortly, two AFC West battles. Chargers at the Broncos, Raiders at the Chiefs. We'll get you all set coming up next. Peterson in the game. First and 10 at the 12. Straight give up the middle. Adrian Peterson through a hole to the goal line. Touchdown! High stepping into the end zone. Adrian Peterson scores. And it's a Redskins touchdown with 426 to play. 28-14, Redskins lead it. Redskins Radio Network and the Redskins looking for just their third win of the season, and they're going to get it. They're up 29-14 right now, two minutes to go on the road against the Carolina Panthers, a loss that will pretty much knock Carolina out of any opportunity to make the postseason. Meanwhile, the Rams got an early field goal against the Cardinals, up 3-0, and the Eagles are not done yet. Um, they're, uh, they're trailing the dolphins 37 to 28. It's unbelievable. Uh, dolphins leading this game. Again, the Eagles at one point had a 28 to 14 lead dolphins have come roaring back. Uh, the Eagles had a pass from Carson Wentz to Zach Ertz. that looked like it was going to be a touchdown, but it was barely knocked out of his hands. So the Eagles now inside two minutes, trying to get points, uh, and at least give themselves an opportunity uh, can you imagine if you're Jerry Jones right now watching this game? Like, really? Are they going to lose again, the Eagles? And we mentioned the fact that the Eagles have this cream puff schedule the rest of the way. Yeah, but, but they can't but, but, beat anybody right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a two-win Miami Dolphins team who they can't put away. Right now they have the ball inside the 20-yard line looking to score like you mentioned. And Carson Wentz actually having a decent day, 27-44, passing 290 yards, and he's thrown for three touchdowns and no interceptions. So it's a good day overall for the Eagles offensively, but Ryan Fitzpatrick has dominated. He's thrown a pick, but he's also thrown three touchdowns and thrown for over 360 yards. So it has just been an offensive explosion for the Dolphins, who even scored on a fake field goal. Uh, I, I, I mean, yeah, they, they just showed up to play in Miami on the wrong day for Philadelphia. 
All right, so we're going to keep our eye on that game, see if the Eagles can get in the end zone and give themselves at least a chance to come from behind. If the Eagles lose, obviously the Cowboys still retaining first place uh, in the NFC East with a 6-6 six and six record after their dreadful loss on Thanksgiving Day against the Bills. What did you make of that game, man? The, oh, man. I mean, the Cowboys scored first, and that was it. Um, by the way, Josh Allen, I believe in the last five or six games, has thrown only one interception. He looks a little bit better every single week, and that defense obviously dominating. I don't disagree. Josh, I mean, I, I, they're Josh, nine and three. Josh Allen, I give him a lot more credit now at this point in the season than I did to start the season. I, I still don't think uh, he can carry a team or, frankly, an offense. But um, but what he's been able to do, they have done such a masterful job of scripting plays that he has a high mm-hmm. percentage of success running. And then also his improvisation, when he leaves the pocket, he is dangerous. All right, the Eagles have kicked a field goal. So it's 37-31 Dolphins, 151 to go. And I believe the Eagles have one timeout remaining. Now, here's the problem for the Eagles. No and one recovers an onside kick in this no, league anymore. No, and and if you give the ball back to the Dolphins' offense, I mean, it has been pretty much even, Steven, as far as the time position has gone. It favors the Dolphins by a minute, 29-plus, to the, the Eagles, 28-plus. So this has been a Dolphins team that's had some success sustaining drives. Uh I think you need to go for the onside kick and throw caution to win here, and the game ends whether or not the you, you land on the football or they do. All right, Rams are driving right now, trying to extend their lead. We mentioned the fact that Arizona's pass defense is non-existent, and if Jared Goff can't get things right after going 0 for the month of November Yikes. in terms of touchdown passes – Right now, he is 7 of 8 for 78 yards and picking this team apart. So, if the Rams had a game where they could get right, uh, this is it. It's a must win for the Rams because the Rams have a couple of brutal games coming up on the road if they got even a snowball's chance of making it. There's a drop pass right there. Uh, Next two weeks, the uh, Rams are going to be home against the Seahawks, at the Cowboys, and then they're at the 49ers. So, that's the next three weeks Uh, for the Rams. Rams have uh, done what they typically do to open the first quarter against Arizona Cardinals, and that's control the clock. I was just talking about the Dolphins' time of possession. When they were really rolling last year, they just did such a nice job of sustaining drives. Already five first downs through the early actions, three points on the board. And so if this keeps up, this is going to be a win for L.A., but they got to string together four quarters of offensive success. It's something we haven't seen throughout last month. All right, Dolphins have the ball. 149 to go. They have a six-point lead. They're at their own 37-yard line. Again, the Eagles have just one timeout. They run it into the line, and there goes the last timeout. There it is. So the clock stops. 144 to go, and I believe that's the Eagles' last timeout. I think you're uh, I think you're accurate, and they are reviewing Ryan Fitzpatrick's day, and this has got to be such a sore spot for head coach Doug Peterson right now, watching he and Devontae Parker have success on the outside. I mean, this this Dolphins team still has some weapons, even though they traded away Kenny Stills and Laramie Tunsil, their star left tackle. Uh, they're still dangerous, and they're dangerous enough to beat an okay Eagles team that is doing whatever it can to to 
grab an edge in the NFC East. Look at this pass. Third and three for the Rams, and this was their call. Yeah, I get I mean, it. I mean, I, I get it. Look, look. Why you can't throw? You, you. Okay, so so uh, hang on. Let me describe the play. Third because no, and three. Let me describe the plays because nobody else can see. Against what you're talking a defenseless about. secondary of the you, Cardinals, you you had a bubble screen to a wide receiver. You're waiting on the left tackle to get out there and throw a block on the slot defender. He didn't get there in time, and you were tackled prior to the yard again. Look, it's not a bad play. It yeah, just but, was poorly uh, executed. Well, but again, you're going against a Cardinals secondary that can't cover any of your guys. Not, I you get can't it. throw the ball three yards. I get what it. What happened to the old squad? <laughs> we need a first down. Get to the on. first hang down on. mark or I'll throw you the ball. If that left tackle gets out there and hits that block, that's a touchdown. So, I, I mean, look. It, yeah. it was if you poor, run was, a receiver <laughs> past the free, free was first down line and throw the ball. Play. It was a poorly executed play. It was a play. poorly called play. So, the Rams are having to settle for a field goal attempt right now. Already leading 3 nothing, and the Ooh. field goal is missed. 41 yards Zerline. wide left. Greg the leg just hooked it. So there you go. They get nothing. You wonder about the Rams right now. Why is this Rams team bear no resemblance to the team that went to the Super Bowl a year ago? That says it all right there. I'll tell you what. Sean McVay's genius label has completely evaporated. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't, I I don't necessarily agree with that at all. I really? Think he, you I, you I see still any think, genius left in him? Well, I look. This is a struggle yeah, that a lot of is. that a lot of fans have with watching football, and I totally understand it. It's not the fans' fault. It's not the analysts' fault for sometimes falling into the trap of blaming a coach. It, it really comes down to there are certain injuries you can't overcome. This offensive line was so much better last year because they were healthy. If you look at the offensive line last year, they had all five offensive linemen healthy for the majority of the season. It was a talented group. They lost some in free agency. They lost some in injury throughout the early portion of the season, and they haven't been the same group blocking in the run game or the pass game for that matter. And it has really leveled their chances offensively to have much success. But Jared Goff... Jared Goff needs to be able to protect the football better and put it in the zone more often than we're seeing this season. By the way, this Washington Redskins game, Carolina Panthers in Carolina right How now. How do they get the ball back? And the, uh, Kyle Allen's driving with the parents uh, with oh, the Panthers well, across midfield. Well, uh, Gavin, I'm missing it. It was I, I I saw them score and they went for two and miss. Twenty nine twenty one is the score. Redskins. Did the Redskins they, they might have kicked an onside kick. Uh, yeah, they scored the touchdown up. to make they it They recovered an onside. Would Christian McCaffrey just p- drop a pass? Hang wow. On, hang on, hang on. We got to look. I, I, because Carolina just had the ball and scored. And yeah, now they, they have did the ball an and, onside kick. And we they missed that. And they it? recovered it. Carter I thought it was impossible to recover it. an onside no, kick. No, didn't you see nope. Thanksgiving, the Falcons? Yeah, but that was an unexpected onside kick. In other words, it was one of those that you didn't expect. I'm talking about like a plan. We know you're going to onside kick. And we haven't seen well, I mean, any of those recovered. Well, well hang on. Because you can't four, run to the line of scrimmage quarter, anymore. There's two minutes left. They were trailing still by eight points. I mean, they had to have the hand teams, hands team on the the, right. the field, the Redskins. I because you can't have guys running toward the line of scrimmage to recover the onside kick that it's been next to impossible uh, in what you're what we call a plan onside kick where everyone on the field knows you're going for it. All right, so 29-21, Redskins lead this one. There is one minute and one second remaining. Meanwhile, the Eagles are – they have the ball. 
Two seconds left. All right, so we're down to two seconds to go in the game. We're going to get apparently a Hail Mary pass for the Eagles right now, trailing the Dolphins 37 to 31. Can we get that on one of our games? Can we get that end of that game on one of the big TVs here, guys? Get that Eagle finish here against the Dolphins? All right. We just want to see here. Want to see this last play here to see if the Eagles can pull off some miracle right now. Yeah, and they need one. They're trailing right now right, by here six it is. points. We're this at the 49-yard line right for now. for the tie. This is it. Hail Mary, one second left. Wentz has got all the time. He's throwing it up toward the goal line, and it's going to be – Oh, it's intercepted. Intercept. Boy, there was a chance there. There yeah, was a Ertz, chance. Ertz had a look at it, but it bounced off of his hands and into the hands of a defensive back. Wow. The Dolphins have won the game 37-31 in Miami Eagles. Boy, oh boy. And Eagles fall to 5-7. and seven. Carolina is down to the one-yard line. They just gave the ball to Christian McCaffrey, and he got stuffed for a two-yard loss. So it is 29-21, Redskins leading Carolina, 35 seconds to go, second and goal. So this By the way, it did over. look like the closest Eagles receiver to that was Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy who can't catch. Well, Aguilar, it, he bobbled it, and then Ertz had a chance to dive at it, but he actually helped push it into the hands. Well, how about this miracle game with Carolina and Washington? I mean, this game was over. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Kyle Allen... I mean, you know, we're talking about, you know, how do you replace Tannehill in Tennessee? Uh, I mean, how about Kyle Allen with the Carolina Panthers, what he's been able to do filling in for Cam Newton this season? They're second in goal right now, trailing by eight. All right. So, again, what happened here was 29-14 Redskins with two Hang minutes on. to we go. We got this play going. McCaffrey he for the end Another zone, loss. And it is a loss of yardage. It'll wow. be second and goal from the three. Back-to-back -back carries by McCaffrey have netted negative three yards. So going back, it was 29-14 Redskins, less than two minutes to go. Kyle Allen ran it in from 17 yards. The kick was good. And then they recovered the onside kick. So 29-21 Redskins with the eight-point lead. Hey, if I'm Ron Rivera or if I'm the offensive coordinator in this situation – uh, North Turner. I mean, that's exactly what I'm doing. You, you, you have Christian McCaffrey, who arguably could have been the MVP or in the conversation. Well, he's going to be Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. I mean, this guy is having outstanding season. So feeding him at the goal line, yeah, no problems with that whatsoever. We got a timeout, though, on the field, and I think that comes from the Redskins side. All right. Uh, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Let's uh, hand it over right now as we find out what's trending with the – David Gascon. So we thought this game was over. Can you imagine if you got money on the Redskins money line? Oh, wow. Goodness. <laughs> you got to be sick to your stomach, right? Yeah, well, I mean, again, just pacing the room right now. <laughs> Panthers uh, would also have to uh, convert the two-point conversion and send it to overtime. So there's ways to go on that game. Yeah, speaking of, of ways, how about this today for the Miami Dolphins? Turns in motion. They give it to Laird up the middle, and he is into the end zone. Touchdown, Miami. Wow. Boy, Patrick Laird doing it all, man. Dolphins Radio Network, they beat the Eagles today 37-31. Guys, why do I have this strange feeling that the Dolphins might threaten to go to like 6-9 and nine on the season or 7-9 and nine to finish out the year and Fitzpatrick somehow parlays that into a They need to get deal? Josh Rosen back in there quickly. <laughs> oh, man. They're losing again. Unbelievable. Speaking of losing, the Bengals are losers no more. They win today. They beat the Jets 22-6. Wow. to Carlos Dunlap 
had three sacks on the day for the Bengals. Andy Dalton, 243 yards and also one touchdown. In Indy today. Vinatieri, 46-yard field goal, left hash for the lead. Snap, set, kick, block. Ty Smith has it. 50, 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. It's a touchdown. Titans, Ty Smith. To the house. Man, Titans Radio Network, they're 7-5 this season, still in the hunt. They beat the Colts 31-17. to Ball game just went, not even final. I got 14 seconds to go, but the Panthers, they're going to come up eight points short and get beat by the Redskins, who are just 2-9 and nine on the year. They'll go to 3-9. 29-21 was the final. And the thriller today in Baltimore. Justin Tucker for the winner from 49 yards. Snap is good. Kick on the way. It is long enough. And the kick is good. The time has come off the clock. The haze in the barn. And the Ravens take down the 49ers. And this house is on fire. As the Ravens celebrate at midfield, the fans on their feet. You guys get the idea. Ravens Radio <laughs> Network 20-17 to was the final score. How about this? Pittsburgh comes from behind and beat the Browns. 20 to 13 this ball game. Devlin Hodges 14 to 21 for 212 yards and also one TD. Baker Mayfield in the day had 196 yards passing and a touchdown toss, but threw a backbreaking INT to end this ball game. So the Pittsburgh Steelers they improved their record also as well as seven and five on the year. Browns five and seven. Mike Tomlin coach of the year or what? I tell you what, he if he's not being mentioned, people are missing it. I mean, a completely depleted offense. I agree with you. I mean, I agree with you. You lost your quarterback. You lost your top receiver. You lost your top running back, and they're seven and five. This was my argument, and thanks, Dave. This was my argument last year with Doug Peterson. That was a Philadelphia Eagles team that was riddled with injuries, both offensively and defensively, found a way into the playoffs, beat Chicago at Soldier Field, and gain entrance to the next round against the Saints. I mean, that was an unbelievable story of resilience and, and a great cultural moment for Doug Peterson. I, the same thing's happening with Pittsburgh this year. It's amazing. Uh, seven and five Steelers very much alive in the playoff chase. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more on your car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, by the way, the last play for Carolina, Kyle Allen, I'm not sure what he was thinking there. Uh, you got fourth down, you have to score, right? Yes. yes. And, you know, you're trying to, you know, buy time and everything else. You you got to throw the ball in the end zone. You do. You and, can't and eat it for a twenty yard loss. I mean, you got to you got to even if it's intercepted. What what does it matter? You got to you got to throw in the end zone and at least give yourself a chance. They had uh, a bunch set right, and just by virtue of the the route scheme, he had a wide open receiver in the front corner of the end zone. That if he threw. Uh, a ball with enough pace on it, he could have he could have thrown a touchdown there. So Carolina Panthers lose to the Redskins, even though they had a look at tying it down the stretch. And the final on that is, what was that? 29-21. We got this Chiefs game going on in Kansas City. Derek Carr just threw an early interception for the Raiders. He this hates is, playing in Kansas this City. Is an, <laughs> this is an important game for both these teams. For the AFC West, Chiefs right now lead the division 7-4 and record on the year. 
Six and five record for the Oakland Raiders. This one could shift things in division. Uh, but the Raiders early going uh, not so good. All right. Uh, speaking of not so good, Denver has no offense. Uh, let's let's make this clear. So they're going <laughs> to start Drew Locke in this game. By the way, Rivers on his first possession, he got sacked. Uh, so no score early Let on me the Chargers that play and Broncos. Also, uh, you had a safety blitz that they could have had enough to pick it up, and Rivers somehow knew by virtue of the pass protection they called that they weren't going to, and recoiled in and and shuddered i'm not even kidding <laughs> he, he, had, he was just he had, trying to protect he, the ball he had a solid <laughs> second i'm not kidding like yeah. a full one mississippi to maybe get rid of the ball or step up and try to avoid the rush instead he said nope we are going to fall on this sword i'm taking the sack We're well and, and why do you think that is i mean he's been turning the ball over like crazy and they've basically made it clear if we see more turnovers man you, you're going to hit the bench and like you said, he covered up. I mean, covered up Two as he's getting hit. Um, I, well, I'm, before I mean, I, I was it, about to say, and and I, I I really do appreciate what he did because that is a better decision than he has made in consecutive games now. Seven interceptions over two games, his last two performances. This Chargers team, if they need anything else, with a healthy Derwin James back in this Gus Bradley defensive secondary. You hope that he figures out a way to use that Swiss Army knife the same way he did last year. They're reviewing a pass interference non-call in the Chiefs-Raiders game right now, and they're looking at it. So no pass interference was called on the play. Uh, Chiefs looking to get in the end zone. It appeared that the Raider defender's arm came down on the shoulder of the receiver as he was looking back to catch the ball. Now, the percentage of reversals on these pass interferences has not been good. No, it hasn't. We got Drew Locke right now getting his first start for the Denver Broncos, and he's got something going here on his first drive from scrimmage. How about the return of Derwin James for the uh, Chargers well, playing his first that. game of the year? I mean, we talk about value of players. I, if you didn't know how good or what Derwin James meant to that Charger team a year ago, uh, I think the four and seven record tells you what they missed. Well, again, you know that that's really putting it all on one player uh, and a, a safety. I think would would be a, a poor. But you choice. know he was much more than a safety last year. No, no. Look, he he's a talented player. He had more quarterback their, curries than any other defense their, their back issues, in the league last year. Their issues were offensive this season, and I do mean offensive because they stunk it up for a good long stretch. Fumbles at the goal line. Melvin Gordon holding out. This offensive line getting injured everywhere. I mean, your starting left tackle started the season with pulmonary embolisms couldn't play. Your your starting center is out for the season with a hip injury. I mean, this season they they've just they've been a patchwork quilt up front. They haven't had their top uh running back play like their top running back until game 9. And uh, you have a quarterback who's been throwing interceptions at the highest rate of his career. Their issues have not been defensive. It has been almost solely on the offense, in my opinion. All right, so the uh, Chiefs did not get the reversal on the call in the pass interference, although it looked like a pass interference, and Mahomes just throw a rope uh, for a completion to give the Chiefs a first down. That was a third and ten play. So the Chiefs uh, inside the ten-yard line right now, first and goal, uh, looking to get the first score of the game. Meanwhile, the Rams 
Boy, that is a nice run by Gurley right there. He just ran through about five Arizona Cardinals. This is what he's turned into, though. You notice this season, mm -hmm. he's not taking the ball to the outside yeah. and having these hard jump cuts. He has become an in-between-the-tackle, north-south runner who has some decent short quickness, but he just looks so different this season than he has uh, from just a year ago when he was healthy. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. The morning games are done. We got the afternoon games ready. We got a Sunday night battle. We got the Pats and the Texans. We got a huge Monday night game, Vikings and the Seahawks. We'll cover it all coming up next. It is that time of the year as we have turned the calendar to the month of December. <laughs> yeah. So you'll be listening to this show and other shows here on the Fox Sports Radio Network with plenty of holiday music. By the way, great news. Quick and easy way for you to save money. Switch to Geico. Only takes 15 minutes to see if you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Go to geico.com. See how much you could save. Want to thank the crew today. Iowa Sam, who is praying that the Hawkeyes get a Holiday Bowl bid after their 9-3 season. He will be there, he says, in San Diego. Oh, yes. uh, it is a Friday game, so he said, I'll definitely be there. No big deal. Samantha in uh, disarray today after her Jets lost to the winless Bengals. Wow. So, I mean, wow. she was riding high, three straight wins, and then you gave the Bengals their first win. Yeah, of the we season. blame you, Samantha. Yeah, so Samantha's yeah. a little. Uh, Thank you. Uh, David Gascon, who uh, again is the most underutilized talent in this entire building. I can agree with that. <laughs> but I will report, though, Drew Locke, his first career touchdown pass. Comes against the lowly L.A. Chargers. Now, we looked at that play. We thought they have that a better was... record than you. Well, <laughs> well, I don't play in the national. I don't know. Math, I don't play in the math, national. Math, not Gascon's league. best and, subject and, and, in and, school. I don't, I don't, uh, never graduated don't, high school, I, but, you know. Yeah, I don't, don't play in the national that. football anyway, league. That is, uh, that is Gavin, our producer, who is a mixed bag today after a big, big, big Saturday for him. I did think the NFL reviewed all scoring plays. I guess that rule is no longer... Yeah, I don't uh, know how I, that yeah. – so what happened was Drew Locke making his first NFL start through a touchdown pass uh, to Cortland Sutton. It appeared – I mean, he made a great catch with one arm, but to me it clearly seemed like the ball was on the ground and uh, the play stands and the Broncos uh, scored uh, on the extra points, so 7 nothing Broncos. I don't get that. By the way, talking about the other L.A. team, we have the Rams on the board earlier. Yes. Goff, second and goal. Bootlegs out to his left. Throws. It's Higby in for the touchdown. Tyler Higby with his first score since the opener. Jared Goff with his first passing touchdown since London. Yeah, Rams Radio Network. So uh, Jared Goff, after going the entire month of November without a touchdown pass, has one today. And this game is going pretty much as we expected with the Cardinals. Uh, no pass defense suddenly golf looks like a different quarterback and do we have the uh the chiefs for a score as well as now they swing it left side williams with the catch at the five flag on the play this might be offensive pass interference it might be a rub route it's a catch and a touchdown kansas city daryl williams with the reception so daryl williams in there for six and right now it's chiefs ball on the other side of a kickoff where there was a fumble from the raiders returners so mahomes and the gang have a fourth and one and they're already at the Raiders' 14-yard line. He takes it from the gun, and that is going to be a turnover on downs. Raiders wow. able to get Let me tough. ask you this. Let me ask you this. Again, uh, that call on the Chiefs radio network. You have Patrick Mahomes. Yes. 
You have Patrick Mahomes, who can make any throw imaginable. Yes. Your running game is not good, and it hasn't <laughs> been good all season long. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just have Mahomes with a quick you, – you got Tyreek Hill, you got Shady McCoy, you got Williams, you got all these little options for a little quick pass, get yourself a first down. Why would you do that? You, the only chance the Raiders have of cha- of stopping the Chiefs is if you run the ball in the middle, and that's exactly what they did. Well, and and that was Andy Reid has lost it. There Williams uh, was yeah. stuffed for a loss, or I should say, for a short gain on third and short, and so they went right back to the well for fourth and short, mm-hmm. and did not succeed. By the way, Philip Rivers and the Chargers offense back on the field now. Yes, on the other side of that Denver Broncos long reception score. Uh, trying to cobble together something of an offense. It's been a real struggle. Philip Rivers has been a root cause of a lot of their issues because of the number of turnovers he has this season. Well, right now we are uh, four minutes to go in the first quarter, and the Chargers have one net yard passing in this game. So it'll be interesting to see if they're going to come up with a different offensive philosophy than one that has Rivers throwing the ball all over the field. Again, you're going against a Bronco team uh, that was embarrassed by the Bills. This is not a good Broncos team. They got a kid starting his first NFL game at quarterback. If the Chargers would, – would you say there's any way that Anthony Lynn could be in any – oh, my God, no, Rivers just no, throw an no. interception. Okay, is so that it? They is were, that it? No, I don't know. Is if that it's a, it for Phillip Rivers? Austin Eckler was – they were setting up for a screen pass, and Phillip Rivers threw the ball to a waiting defensive lineman who is that sniffed it? out the screen – and so that is Gavin. Is that it for Philip Rivers? Steve, you that never heard the term "prisoner of the moment." Wow, you are a little. Uh, I am. Wait a the moment. You, you mean me. seven p- picks in the last two weeks? Let's take a look at this well, play that's, again. That's eight over the last three. Oh my! Who's he throwing to? His offensive tackle. You're asking look at the Rivers. Wrong look at Rivers just turn around and just walk off the field. Look at this pass. Yeah, he didn't see him. He didn't see How him. do you miss a 300-pound defensive lineman? Um, I'll I'm, say this. I'm telling you, he, he is not running. He he's not there. Yeah. I don't, I, mean, I, don't, I, mean, I don't even know if I can use the right word to what they've done to his normal play style, but they have taken him I back thought they quite fired, a bit. I they they, they fired Ken Wisenhunt because he was to blame as the offensive coordinator. They brought in their uh, new genius offensive coordinator. How's that working? Who's Shane Steichen? Yes, how's Steichen working right now for you? Well, I mean, when you don't have an offensive line and you have a quarterback who's turning over the football as much as he is, what do you expect? I, I mean, the execution, look, I, there's blame all around, but your running backs haven't been very good this season. Your quarterback hasn't been good this season. They've been shutting down Keenan Allen as a passing option, and your offensive line hasn't been blocking well for the runner pass. So so who 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 is really the most to blame? How about if Anthony Lynn were to bench Phillip Rivers and put Tyrod Taylor in the game. How would that sit with Philip? Well, does it look any better? Well, I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm at, I mean, we. I mean, by all re- accounts, what, what, he is. He's that close also, to losing his job. And also, what does it fix for you? You were talking about how the Dolphins, the Bengals, they shouldn't mm. win any more games. How would this help the Chargers by winning any more games this season? I don't know. Save that tape, though. We can put that on uh, Philip Rivers Hall of Fame reel. How about that? Huh? He'll be in the hall. You'll see. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.